What's up, guys? Have we started taping here yet? Yeah, we're good, man. Oh, so we're taping. We're going. We pressed go both ways. <laughs> I dig it. Um, well, <clears throat> so are we doing the whole intro thing again? Nah, don't you always do it? And I always tell them, nah, and then we keep this whole part in, and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, turned it off. Click. Well, for anybody just tuning in, especially on the Facebook Live, this is the first time we're doing the Facebook Live thing, but this is Heat Not in the, the Kitchen. Every week from now on. Without a doubt. So this is Heat in the Kitchen podcast. Uh, I'm with producer Corey O'Leary, who's been here since day one. Neil Morris, this is his second episode that he's been on. Um, the... Uh, I, I think this is episode like 9 or 10. I'll have to go double check. Corey says 13. it's episode 13, 13. So I labeled it 13. I guess 13. Yeah, I think that's a ser- serious guess. By the way, when I run into people, they're all like people actually listen. But it's always they've heard us with Jerry Thornton or Jerry Callahan or Andre Tippett. Um, now you brought the big guns in. But they're missing some serious, serious stuff because uh, I thought like I thought Melissa Mayer might have been the best episode. Um, so it's like it's funny it's like you listen to callahan he listen callahan was good yeah but melissa crushed it so it's like i'd like to hear the two of them together yeah energy in that room would be dope when we first did it though as soon as the melissa meyer the first one was done yeah we were like damn that was pretty good yeah she crushed that and she kind of like she let us down on the zoom but then well the zoom was like the zoom was awkward for everybody i sucked on the zoom Zoom episode it was weird and like she had that weird background it was just weird um i'm on zoom all day every day I don't want to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. True. Yeah, we never talk. We always spend the time, a lot of time talking about my job. We never talk about your job, which is like actually like what we're sort of doing here, which is so Corey and I met. We were both communication majors at Northeastern before I was politely asked to excuse myself, <laughs> uh, not from the class, not from the major, but like from the oh, university, university itself. Yeah. Um, and uh, that wasn't even polite. Paul Iris, that was the dude's name, called me on my cell phone, on my cell phone and said, um, Hey, how you doing today, Avi? Like, he was excited. And I said, uh, I'm all right. I remember exactly. I was crossing over on Hemingway across uh, Westland. And he go, I said, uh, I'm all right. With, uh, how, how are you? He's like, I'm great. He's like, do you want some news? I said, okay. He, and I'm thinking to myself, like, he's calling me on my cell phone. That means that they've decided like, I'm not getting expelled, right? He goes, you're no longer a student at Northeastern University. I couldn't like I was like but shocked. I'm going to class right now. I was like shocked. No, yeah, I wasn't going to class. I was f- forbidden. Six years they wouldn't let me on campus. <laughs> Short sentence. Yeah, no, it's true. And then a couple years later, I think I've even told the story on the podcast when my first cookbook came out. Uh, by the way, Corey, did you see that they closed Connors? Uh, Connor yeah. Larkins. So, yeah. um, so my first when my first cookbook came out, I went. I was invited as part of like the publicity tour or whatever. Northeast University has a. Dope, dope test kitchen, they call it. But it's like, it's a sick, it's the, it's the sickest kitchen that I've ever done like a demo in. Because there's cameras everywhere. They, they get your, all your recipes ahead of time. So it's easy when you've done a cookbook because you don't even have to give that to them. They just take it from the book and they mise the whole thing out for people that don't cook for a living. Mise means like prep and prepare it. So I show up and every dish I'm going to cook, so I'm doing three dishes, is on its own cheat tray. All individual ingredients are prepared exactly as they're supposed to be, plastic wrapped. Then the whole sheet tray plastic wrapped. The dish is labeled. The ingredients are labeled. I'm just showing up and like literally, it's like it's better than being on a cooking show. You just show up and you're like, I guess I'm not peeling any onions. What's the test kitchen for? Uh, So it's just for like campus activity. Uh, So they like had X number of tickets available. And I came and like it was a sold out room. But I thought it was funny walking around campus everywhere I walked. There were like the big digital billboards that would say, welcome to campus today. 
Northeastern alum, Avi Chef Avi Shemtov. And I'm like, dude, I'm not a lie. You kicked, yeah, you kicked my ass out. Like, you literally told no, me no, I can't. I didn't even, I barely got through the first semester. Right. Like, Never I, mind, too. Yeah, like, yeah, I was here for almost, they, they expelled me the week of finals, second trimester. So, oh, yeah, wait, that's right. So I had my first semester. I never went to bed before 3 a.m. Smith Hall was just, it was popping. So I, I, I got, I like sneaked by with like a 2 7. Second, I had an A in every court. Like I was set to get my 4 0. I was like, all right, I really like stayed in. I mean, it helped that they moved me from one dorm to the other. Um, I was like, I got this. And then they expelled me and turned every course to a zero. So uh, that was cool. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was funny when I came back to Northeastern. And the only reason I brought up Connors was so then I took Kyle, um, my sous chef at the time, who's now the, who's now runs all the kitchens here. He, I took him to Connors afterwards. He came with me for the day, and I was like, "Dude, we gotta go get a picture at Connors." This bar used to do Tuesday night trivia, is what they were like known for. They're obviously open all the time, but so we used to go there for trivia on Tuesday nights. And it, it just got announced like with COVID closure and stuff. They gave, they threw in the towel. I didn't realize they were only like three years old when we were going there. They, Is that right? Cause, yeah, because yeah. I saw. I, I saw, thought it was a classic Northeastern. Yes, yeah, so I saw like the number of years, and I was like, "Oh shit!" They were only a couple years old, and that made sense because like the bar. So they used to the thing that was so cool about Connors, and I've never found a place that does this ever. I wish like Simca's not that type of place, but someday I hope to own a bar where like trivia makes sense. Because what they did that was so out of this world dope. So they had a twenty-one question trivia night, and they wrote the questions. So it wasn't any of this like box trivia stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like every week you went there because like. As you got to know the place, it was like there were going to be five sports questions, five pop questions. Yeah, yeah. But they all had to do with that week of like anything you would be paying attention to. And so it was just, it was just like a cool community environment. And in, in hindsight, it makes sense that, that they were only a couple years old as a business because the guy that ran it was probably 10 years older than us. Yeah. I mean, that's like almost like it was like kind of like almost our dream. Right. Like, oh, why don't we have this place? Like, so I thought about I mean? that, dude. Like. In all Although fairness, we were, I mean, I was well, extremely they, dude, poor they just closed the, but they just closed the doors, and you're not extremely poor now. Oh yeah, what yeah, do you I think, know. bro? You want <laughs> in? in? Yeah, Neil, hey, that's a tough thing. So, what do you think that 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 piece of the bar world looks like, right? Because that was a really successful. That was probably the most successful one over in that area for the longest period of time. Yeah, it depends on what you're aiming at, but yeah. Dollars. <laughs> so that's my point. Is so then probably not like most successful as far as keeping bodies in the room, but they were. So for the same reason that we loved it. I get where it's like super low margin is because I mean you could buy a seven dollar pitcher of beer, so like all the time. So I can understand where like that's not. I mean, walk over to Boylston. Every single bar on Boylston is more successful than that place was. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying like yeah, every other place is selling a a. I mean, it was beer. A, it was for, legit hole in the wall. Like it was, it was a hole, and it was cool. Like it was dope for us, it's but a like really good run for a hole in the wall, and most of those hole in the walls didn't make it. Sure, twenty years, right? So that's a good a good long run. So I guess my 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 question though to you because that's yeah. definitely more your scene. Where does that where does that go in the end, right? So some someone's gonna have to take those places, yeah. right? Because a lot of them are closing. Yeah. So does does that re, does that reborn? Is that so? My yeah, my guess is that bar ends up somebody else either. Who wants to run it because they want to run it? Um, maybe it's a new blood kind of place. Like maybe it's one of those things where, like, when you're 28, it makes a lot of sense to own it and kind of just do that thing. Like that's your lifestyle. And because my guess is that the reason that like it's closing now is not like solely. It's not like some restaurants that will close solely because the dollars don't make sense. In my in my estimation, it's probably more of a place where it's like, eh, like. Working until 3 a.m. Wasn't, wasn't working for me anymore at this point. I've made some money. I've bought a house. I have a family. Because think about it. 
So we graduated from college in 07. Um, so that's 13 years ago. And this place had been there a handful of years before we got there. So, again, let's call it 20 years old. Right. Say dude opened it when he was 25. Right. So he's 45 now, made some money. Like, maybe lease is, gone, is going up. And seeing this thing through is like, eh, I'm not going to dig this thing out. Plus, that's I'm a place that on you only else. go to, like, drink, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't right, think I ever... sell food. Like, yeah. What well, they do I, sell food. I mean, I've, I've had nachos. Not, I was going right, to say but, nachos. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I swear to God, that might be the only thing I've ever sure. eaten. Yeah. You know what I mean? More than point most. Being like, point being, <laughs> like, you know who's going to open that place next? It'll be a dude who's 25 or a woman who's 25 who are like, I'm down for that, like, that grind lifestyle. Yeah, you live above the place. Right. And make, like, and you'll make yourself some money. You know, it's not it's not the same as, like... Like, there's not the kind of money in a place like that where it makes sense to, like, be the absentee owner. Like, yeah, right. Especially given the clientele. Like, you can't risk, like, no. you got to be there. Because, like, your bartender's serving, like, dude, 12. kids are, like, <laughs> kids are almost 21 when they're in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Like, you got to be careful with that place. What was the other? There was another oh. one I texted you that went out of business. Mm. I don't know. It's a long list right now. That no, wasn't our house, yeah. yeah. It definitely wasn't our house. Um, Either way, I know that, that was a that was. There's a, a lot day, of places though. going out, man. What's the, what's the place... Have you seen any of the places that went out and just went like, damn, like if that uh, I mean, a lot of the big restaurants. I mean, some of the top restaurants in the last five years are, are now closing doors. Just like who? Yeesh. The list of an eatery. I mean, a lot of the South End, two or three of them there. I guess I would say that I just haven't seen a place yet that's like, that's going out who I was like, oh, like, the, oh, that one hurt. Like, maybe. Well, um, you're drawing a blank. Uh, Eastern uh, Standard. Thank you. So Eastern Standard's not going out. And, uh, and that's not my place to pass judgment. And I realize I'm like Kenmore Square, Eastern Standard. Yeah, so Which, like, and he basically rebuilt Kenmore with that. I mean. Yes, listen, Eastern Standard is like is that spot. So it's funny. It's like I also didn't realize how new that was when I start, first started going. Because by the time I started going, I was like in my early 20s. I was in real estate. I was making a little bit of money, but the people I was around were making a lot of money, and I was running with them, and they were always picking up the checks. And so like the nights I spent at Eastern Standard were like. I kind of accepted it as like this is that spot. Like this is like if you when you've arrived, yeah, you're yeah. at Eastern Standard at two o'clock That's in a, the morning, yeah. and um, and so like now I know it as like a as an industry place. It's birthed some of like some of the coolest, hippest people in the Boston food scene who have then gone gone on to own hip cool spots. So and and nobody, I don't think anybody argues that. I don't think anybody would ever say that Garrett Hawker isn't like the king of hospitality as far as Boston restaurant scene goes. But to me, and again, just as an owner, and I don't want to speak on their business. I have no insight. I don't know those people from at all. But I read that as like, that's a power play between the landlord and the tenant. Uh, Both of them are frustrated. So like, you know, there's a media blitz on both sides. They want to speak their word. If Eastern Standard goes out, I will be absolutely floored. Because like when you build something that matters that much, I'd be shocked if you let it go. And when you are a landlord... Publicly, you want to you like what tenant wants? So, who played? Who was the starting two guard? The I'll ask you. Who was the starting two guard the <laughs> year that Jordan retired? Like the year the, for the Bulls, the year after Jordan retired? Uh, starting two guard. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. And it took them like two, three years before Ron Mercer signed a contract, only because it was like no one wanted to be that guy. So, who signs a lease when Eastern Standard goes? I was gonna say, like, was who's going to be like? Who's going to be like? Hold on. Yeah, he was the point guard. But, though. So it's like who's uh, Ron Harper by the way? Um, oh yeah, Derek. yeah. But who's going to be? Harper. It was Ron Harper. No, who is Derek Harper? Uh, Derek Harper played for the Knicks. Oh, Derek Harper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like who's going to be like who's going to be like that's from the landlord's perspective, but yeah. from his perspective, no, my he is, could go start a place anywhere. No, but so his my, name carries. Uh, so but 
without a doubt. But my point is, from his perspective, it's also like your name carries, but also you have this crown jewel that matters so much. It matters If it matters to our culture this much, which it does, then it matters to his culture a ton, right? And so to me... I just think, like, there's this middle ground where, like, the landlord, like, ultimately is going to figure and, – and listen, obviously, I don't know Garrett at all. But obviously, he's smart enough to have built what he's built, and I think it's smart the way it's been played because it's, like, if like, – the landlord has all the leverage until the press picks it up. Now it's, like, if Eastern Standard doesn't reopen, that landlord made a choice – uh, right, and it's going to be really hard to fill those spots because who yeah. worth their salt? I, I, I'm not sure I buy that. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm uh... I mean, maybe because of the pandemic, and people might be more apprehensive about opening a restaurant. Sure, but otherwise, uh, no matter I mean, who goes out, hey, don't goes you in. always say location, location, location? Absolutely, I don't agree with that. I don't. Uh, I do. I said so. It depends. I mean, a chain, maybe. I mean, like something somebody, else will open. No then. independent operator, not worth their salt, is going to be like I'm going to be the place that steps into. A spot where someone that was like really doing their thing chose to walk away from. Maybe I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, someone who's really you know good and why, arrogant. Why is he walking away? Just because of rent, though, or like you don't know? You know what I mean? So that could be extenuating circumstances. Sure. Well, till till they did the whole blitz in the media. Now it now it's clear that it's just rent. Like he right. pretty much almost it feels like that. Book. Yeah, I mean, almost it, opened his books and was like, "Here's what I do." So, yeah. um, I mean, I, it does have to be expensive as fuck. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but hey, if you're doing like I saw, I think the number I, I the number I saw. I'm trying to remember. It was like, it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot that they're doing between the three properties. It's crazy. I mean, just losing Marathon Monday for that place. You know how much money that is? No, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of money. But a, but a place that's been around eighteen, nineteen years. I was gonna say because it wasn't Eastern Standard the whole time. Like it wasn't there when we were in college. So that's what I'm saying. It was, like, some, it was something else though. It was like another restaurant. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that restaurant that definitely rebuilt Kenmore Square. Yeah, I mean, Kenmore was nothing before. I mean, years before. Well, is Kenmore something now? I mean, well, once it, they did the growing up. I mean, name, you're you're younger than me, but growing up there, like I'm you saying, name go the there, second though. name the second best restaurant in Kenmore Square. I, I can't. But you, Pizzeria Uno, Popeyes <laughs> gone. So Uno th- Uno threw in the towel before. Did so they? Uno threw the towel. The but they're day. doing it nationwide. They're throwing in the towel. True. So that's that's true. Like, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like it was an area that wasn't used at all. Sure. Right during that period. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But uh, I just would almost argue that, like, and now, like, I'm not trying to take anything away after what I just, uh, after, like, not trying to backtrack on the thing I just said, but I also would say, like, the Red Sox, like, heyday from 03 on, not just in winning, but I'm saying, like, their, like, popularity yeah, and right. their, like, drawing people was a part of saving Kenmore Square. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just, it wasn't just, like, my point is, Kenmore Square is not a, Kenmore Square is not in the top five Boston neighborhoods for restaurants. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, so when people say, "Oh, <laughs> Eastern Standard," which is dope, but it was revitalized the square. I'm like, people no. aren't like, "Yo, where are you going for dinner?" And, oh, dude, you no. Well, even when we Kenmore Square, but you, no but one you does would that. Never here. You wouldn't go. There was nowhere. Well, people don't say that there. about Eastern Standard either. It's more like, "Yo, where are you going late night?" And, and like, me and you aren't bringing our wives there. Like, that's true. it's more like if you're in your late twenties, early thirties, yeah, you got some paper yeah. in your pocket, and you yeah. live in the city. You're like, yo, you want to maybe just go grab a drink, yeah, and, and, and a charcuterie plate or whatever. Right, like right, right. the last time I was there was because I was at the au- at, at a restaurant auction across the street. Ironically, again, not so revitalized area. And I, my my assistant and I went over there and had like cocktails and charcuterie plates. Like that was in a in a blizzard. I think Blaze Pizza, by the way, just to get back to it. Blaze Pizza is the second best restaurant in Kenmore Square, I think. Is it? That's <laughs> really good. Let's make Blaze, your own, that's man. LeBron's. That's, that's LeBron's. That's, that's not, He's the biggest that's, investor. That's technically not Kenmore, I don't think, though. I oh, is that not? Kenmore. Oh, that's really? on Boylston. Is that technically Fenway? 
Yeah. Well, so I was going to say, when we lived near Fenway, like, we never went to Kedmore Square, you know? Yeah. Like, we'd always go down Boylston or, I don't know, go to, um, what's, that, what's that place in the corner that burnt down? I don't know. <laughs> so, dude, Cam Newton. Apoyo Loco. Cam Newton. What do you think? So, <clears throat> I, think it's, I think it's a no-lose situation. Obviously Bar- no-lose. Is not obviously. Like, he could lose his head, right? He, he's well, huge. Then he gets cut. Right, then you cut him. He, they're paying him nothing, so. That's true. But he's, he's, he's a huge personality. That'll be the biggest thing to see is if he, if he can fit into the system or if they even want him to. Maybe they're ready for a change after 20 years, and it doesn't have to be the Patriot way anymore, right? No. But no, if no, they no, want no, the no, Patriot no, way, no, no, no. if they want the Patriot way, he's the guy who loves the media, huge personality, and totally embraces it. I love that about that guy. But here, that won't fly. Okay, Belichick so, keeps the same. So two things on that. One or three things. One – I actually think, and this is where I think sometimes the Patriot way gets overblown. Gronk was Gronk. He is. So, mm. so right. So, you, Gronk's a great example because Cam Newton and Gronk are, like, are the same to me in the sense, like, they're both, like, flamboyant in the public. Like, yeah. they love. But they're not, like, it's a difference. Cam wants to play so football. The, the, so, so, the Patriot way is, like, isn't, like, yo, don't go flex on people. It's not, like, don't be loud and flamboyant. Don't. It's don't disrespect people. Don't, don't put yourself don't, ahead yeah, of the I team. Think, I think Cam's, Cam's got himself in that guy. Yeah, he's got a nope. a couple of times. Sure, no, he yes. hasn't. When? He has, I, oh, he I, did I, with, the, with two different reporters. So he's in that, that female report. But, yeah. I, but I listened to that clip, and the thing about that clip is, and I don't, like, the thing about that clip is, he used a bad word. He shouldn't have said funny. He actually is complimenting her. Like, his, what he means to say is, dude, this is, it's impressive hearing a, a reporter that's female that wants to talk routes. A lot of times I'm used to it being a, like a fluffy question. And, and by so, the way, people can jump on him for all that they want, but I understand, I understand where sometimes some networks are. I get where he's, where he's feeling. Like sometimes yeah. I see you and think the network is throwing you at me for a good shot. He shouldn't have said funny. When he said but funny, it, it made it sound like he was laughing at her, but actually he was expressing impre- – he was like yeah. – he was impressed by the question. But don't you think from Belichick's, Belichick's perspective – it's the, the commotion that comes from anything that, that goes wrong, right? So he doesn't care what someone says until it causes a commotion, until it's a problem for the team. That caused a huge sure, but his, storm. But his, even, even though Cam didn't really do anything wrong, sure. it caused a huge storm, But right? his bigger issue, because he's been okay with big storms before. His biggest issue, I mean, listen, he... Caused by him. Well, right. <laughs> but also, there are, I, can, I mean, there's a number of players that have caused, quote-unquote, a storm, and that wasn't the beef. Yeah. The beef was... Belichick would never get mad at... The, at camp for saying the something like that. The beef is like, like Cam Newton, don't go, to the press, don't go to the presser and talk about what we planned for. Don't go out and call out cornerbacks. Don't, and, he, and Cam Newton's not that dude. Like, the thing about Cam Newton is... He's a winner? He's a winner. He's been a winner. That's from the number one, one thing. He's a winner. Number and one thing. He's a winner. In the league. He possesses... So, like, listen, I love Tom Brady. I'm not going to sit here and, like, I, I worry that an opinion I'm going to give is going to be like, oh, of course, that dude's turning on Tom Brady. I just wonder in the Belichick Brady argument who's better, and I think the answer is they're both. I think it's yeah. so. I think Brady's going to well, be fantastic the with the ball. I think like they're going to be unreal this year, and I also think the Patriots. If Cam Newton, if his injuries don't slow him two steps, if they slow him one step, Pats are going to be great. If they slow him two steps, fuck it. No, but I mean, literally, it's fifty-fifty if he wins the job. I think. Sure. Well, so this is where that's that's that was going to point number two for me because point number two is. The Patriots have put themselves in a no-lose no advantageous lose situation where if Cam's not the starter, they've boosted Stidham. They've, 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 made, they've made you now believe that he just beat out a top-10 NFL cornerback. No, no, he and, would have beaten him out. He and would have beaten him out. if he doesn't, they've said to the fan base, we just brought in a top-10 
when he's healthy, arguably top five NFL quarterback. So what I was saying to somebody who doesn't really like watch football like that, but is enough of a sports fan to get where I was coming from <laughs> earlier today, I was like, the thing about Cam is if it's Belichick, and I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it's 50-50, whether it's Belichick or Brady, I think it's probably both. If it's Belichick and McDaniels, they just brought a guy in that absolutely just like running drills in the yard has every tool and more than Brady does. Oh, far. So now you look at it and go, I mean, what's one tool? I mean, well, I would call accuracy a tool. Sure, sure. But what's interesting is that I would never. So I think you mentioned that by text. The thing about Cam is that's more. Cam Newton has never been. Like, so Kaepernick. He's been a much different offense. We're going to dive into some weird waters when we talk about Ka- Kaepernick that I'm comfortable wading in because I, I stand with – like, it's funny. I'm, a, I'm not a Kaepernick fan from a football standpoint, but I'm a huge Kaepernick fan and want him – I want Kaepernick to be a starting quarterback on any team in the NFL for reasons that have nothing to do with football. But if we're talking football, he's somebody who is the best example of a great – or a seemingly great quarterback in the last five, six, seven years who is demonstrably inaccurate. No one would ever argue that Cam Newton is demonstrably inaccurate. No, I wouldn't no, say it's more that either. It's more that it's part of the offense. Like, their offense was... So, for example, Jameis Winston, I'm glad to see him get a great opportunity with the, uh, um, Saints. With the Saints because Jameis... Winston possesses lots and lots of tools. He, listen, he's not Cam Newton. That's why I love I mean, that so we ended Jacoby up with Cam. Brissett. I mean, there's a lot of people. Well, with tools. no. So the thing about Brissett is Brissett doesn't doesn't possess those I tools. I think he's the same exact player as James Winston. He's a poor man's James Winston. Uh, well, James, James, mean, James is better. Throws a lot so of James is too. better. <laughs> they both <laughs> turned it over a lot. But the point that I was going to say, that's what I'm trying to get to, is the picks. Is that that was a Tampa Bay choice? Like they chose oh. to throw. 40 yard, more 40 yard passes than anybody, yeah, yeah. those are going to get picked. So Cam did, Newton played did, in an offense where they were like, <clears throat> I heard somebody say earlier today, he's going to be pissed now that he's in New England because they don't have offensive weapons like he's used to. Uh, he's never had offensive weapons. He's never. Christian McCaffrey, who's like, what, in year three, right? I think well, so, yeah. two of those years, Cam's been really injury riddled. And when they first brought him in, there was the question are they going away from Cam by bringing him in? They've never given him wide receiver tools. Olsen is a nice possession Olsen, tight end. Kelvin He's, Benjamin, when he first came in the league, was was not a mode. weapon. No, he was good. Like yeah, I mean, but he was like, but they're possession one free, one guys. Year. They're not guys that I like. Mean, my that. point is, they're not AB. That's my point. Yeah, they're well, not AB. Yeah. So well, I think I think with a guy either. like Newton, I'm not sure whether it's Newton or Winston. If the teams go one way or the other, if they decide and those quarterbacks fit into the system, or because they have the player they have. They, they design a system, right? But I would say that what Newton does in the Patriots system is it allows them flexibility. So he can throw and not as accurately as Brady, but he can run. and pro- Probably not Newton five years ago, but he can run certainly more than Brady, and he can extend plays a bit more, right? And more so, than almost every quarterback in football. Yeah, probably. Well, ass- assuming health. Running? Ass- yeah. Assuming, yeah. assuming health, right? And if, if he's back and healthy, right. listen, he's a top seven quarterback if he's, if he's back and healthy. It's a big if. But Stidham? Even if they're high on him, and even if they still think he's the guy, second-year quarterback, quarterback, man. And that's just what people are missing. So what I love about the Cam Newton signing is just this, as a fan. Do you remember – so I'm going to lean on our history here a little. Corey, you remember the day Brady tears his ACL? I remember I was standing on the front porch on Foster Street, and you and I were on the phone, and I remember exactly what you said. You were like, well, I'm not – Were the tears coming? So listen, we'd hash that out. You were like, well, I'm excited – to oh, yeah. watch every hey, game you know, for the least, first time in a long time. At least this season. That's exactly so how the this thing year about works. signing exactly. Cam 
is that I'm like, every single game, if he's the starter, every single game this season, I'll go into it going, we can, we can win this game. And with a second-year quarterback learning, like, man, I think, t- I think it's the same either way, honestly. No, I'm saying, dude, Listen, Cam Newton, so I think if Stidham's the quarterback, if Stidham's the quarterback, though, that means he beat out Cam. Okay, if you Cam, know what I mean? Yeah, it's different, well, though. If well, now Cam, that Cam's here, but if Listen, Cam wasn't here, if Cam, well, we still yeah, missed, if right, Cam right. Newton wins this job and the Patriots say, we think we have Cam Newton, we think we have Cam Newton. Then it's all on then, Josh McDaniels. Then, 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 don't you, then don't you go, the Pats could win a Super Bowl? For sure. And to me, that's dope, dope. Like, to me, to me, the fact that, like, they sat and waited through this, yeah. like, last on every list for how their offseason went and, you know, lost, lost Brady, had to give up Gronk, and, and then all of a sudden you just go, timeout, they just found a flyer that, like, not saying that they're projected to win a Super Bowl right now, but they've got, they've got a chance. No, and they didn't Listen, have a chance yesterday. Kim though Vegas already has him as comeback player of the year. I love that. Yeah, favorite, favorite. <laughs> Bet it now. I can't wait till I ask Bill. Bet it now. That. Hey, you brought something up interesting though, which is kind of old news, but but it, it does relate to Newton. Yeah. So the whole Belichick Brady scenario, right? So like, I, I I'm with you 100 that it, they coexist together and they make each other great, right? Yep. But don't you think that if Manning had been drafted, Peyton that is, had been drafted with Belichick, the history is different. Yeah, I don't think Belichick gets – I don't think they win rings. You don't think – so I wonder. I wonder if Manny becomes Brady no. without it. No. I mean, so the big no? difference between them, and that's why Cam – We've had this discussion so Cam lot, five so. years yeah. ago. So Cam five years ago, this wouldn't be a good signing. Because the thing about Cam well, is – Well, I mean – But no, you don't know because – Listen, Cam's blue chips. My point is blue chip guys that are riding high don't fit with – so football is a coach's game. So in basketball – Peyton, Phil Jackson, the greatest coach of all time. Can uh, take the, I've can, been thinking about this, by the way, Red Hour back. We could talk about that, but um, right, Red Hour back coached like yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's easy when you have the ne- the, the best eleven players. But, but it's also easy when you have the best player in the world, right? But team well, building, team building Jordan too. certainly was, so, uh, and then Jack was. Oh, Jack really? wasn't the best player in the world, but yeah. he was. He was. Kobe was, he was dominant. Kobe was. Um, but so my point is, in basketball, you need a people manager. You need someone who can go. So Peyton Manning, with a better coach in a system in, in a sport like that, would have been able to be pushed and prodded. In football, it is X's and O's. So you're better off when you, listen when you end up with the best quarterback who also takes coaching the best, which is what Brady was for a decade and a half. Right. Then you're you're going to win. So they won three Super Bowls together, where he wasn't the best quarterback, but he took coaching really well. Then they, won, then they put up massive numbers when he was the best player in the world and took coaching well. Then they won Super Bowls together when he was the best player and took coaching well. And then they didn't win when he was the best player and wasn't taking coaching well. And to me, Cam Newton's at a perfect place right now because if he comes in here and hungry. takes coaching really hungry. well and he's hungry and he just gives well, himself to the system, be, he goes – He has to be hungry. Right? It's a complete rebuild year for him. And though. so if he gives himself to the system and he says, listen, whatever it was you did with that guy, do that with me. Then they're starting from a better place. Peyton never could have had that because Peyton came in LeBron James. People forget how Peyton Manning was that dude who when he got drafted, it was like any and every NFL team that year, every NFL team, every NFL team would have said, I'll sacrifice our Super Bowl win this year to draft that guy. Like there has not been a player drafted in the NFL since Peyton Manning 25 years ago. Who had that? Who who was that sure of a thing? No one. Right. No one. No. Everybody. And that's different. Game. And Belichick would have had. It's just a different dynamic. It's just See, a different. Here's, dynamic. The, here's the thing about I Cam. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I agree with that. Here's the thing. I, here's the thing about Cam. Right. 
The number one thing that Belichick cares about is you know football, right? And Cam clearly is going to care about football if he signed a incentive laden seven point five million dollar deal, right? It's a prove it deal. Belichick's made bones on on prove it deals. Guys come here for a year. Who's that dude? Remember that dude? Was it Mark Anderson or whatever? And then he signs like a a three year deal with Buffalo, like, 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 like twelve sacks. Yeah, I know that's what I mean. It's like in the, I've never even heard of this guy, right? So he's come here. Second. Uh, I, I don't have the Patriots ever beat Cam. I, I can't remember that if they they definitely lost, they lost the last lost two once when uh when the pass interference in the end that zone. was bad. Keep, uh, Luke I also kind of blame uh, Gronk for that play, but yeah. either way, that one. And then the the last one at Foxborough, they kicked a game winning uh, field goal. They came into Foxborough in September and yep. win. And uh, I, you remember those games? The Patriots cannot fucking tackle listen, Cam. It's like just fucking tackle so listen, the guy. This is what. This is what Cam Newton's going to love about being in New England. This is why they're going to do a lot of winning together. Oh, can someone open the door? Get a reputation like anyone that knew her, but she was like cutthroat. Mother Teresa was not like like a cupcake. So she was like Ellen. She was like Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, like, that's, people say that people say oh, she's oh, not man. nice. She's people say she is not nice. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, so, we should ask Jerry. All right, Callahan so we should be her, cognizant of the it. fact that there are people listening, and we're just like having like an. No, off I'll, cu- right. I'll cut that off. Right. No, they all stopped. Hey, I'll stop listening. We're fine. (laughs) Back to Cam Newton. Back to Cam Newton. So can you answer my question? Thanks, Terry. Appreciate you, man. Bye, Terry. Bye, Dave. So the Patriots are four and four, but the season's not looking good. Cam's look good though. Do you trade him for a second round pick? No. 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 Because the thing is like so Belichick's age factors into this. So part of going and getting Cam is that hope that like if Cam Newton is Cam Newton. Belichick doesn't want to. Belichick wants a quarterback that can play next year. So if that's Stidham and he beats him out, cool. But if it's not, and you look at it and you go, Stidham could be something, but it's going to be three, four years of development. It's not going to be three, four years. It's either two or three, and then you know, you know, He'll, they'll know after this year. If so, so that's my point, enough. and my point is bringing in Cam accelerates that. So it's like, hey, listen, we got a chance of either this dude beats this guy out. In which case we go, he beat out a great quarterback, or this guy ends up maybe revitalizing, and then we give him like in other words, they were paying Brady almost twenty, so they're looking at it and going, we'll pay Cam twenty a year for the next five to keep this window alive. Yeah, or Stidham will take that jump, and we'll be or, like, all no, right, no. but well, yeah, they want no, to beat the next five. They want to guess compete. what though, Stidham takes that jump, then. Patriots are sitting pretty because hey, this is like the camp. Russell Wilson thing. Where you pay your quarterback nothing and right. load up. Of course. You, you chase know? it. You just go after it. Go after it. You know. But th- listen, we know how the Patriots are. They play to win every year. Regardless of what people say, load up, don't load up. They have the weapons offensively. Yep. Uh, Belichick's looking at it like this, right? Especially in this division. You get to 20, 23, 24 points. You're in every game, right? And you should win most of those games. Their defense was good enough until they sucked. You know what I mean? So, well, that's a big... No, of course. <laughs> it's and they, and they, no, they lost people, right? But like, if Belichick, they're if Belichick, secondary is old. if Belichick is the coach that we think he is, right? And you get into twenty three points, twenty four points, you should be winning games. You shouldn't be losing games. Yeah, that's right, too. But the, I mean, they you, lost, might, you might lose to Patrick. But they Mahomes. lost games last year. You might lose to Patrick Mahomes, but you shouldn't be losing to Sam Darnold. Yeah, I wonder. You know what I mean? You should be I able to contain you. Sam Darnold. And well, well that's to a. I mean, you know? there's still a, lot of shit the, Allen. still a lot of shit in the NFL, I mean, what, what it comes down to, right? I mean, yeah. Lamar Jackson, I guess. You, no, that, that that's dude's tough. legit, bro. That's tough. That guy's going to be that. So I heard someone today say that Cam Newton is the best running quarterback of all time. And, no, that's not true. And I Who's want, better? 
Actually, well, so the, so the uh, other Michael Vick was better. Yeah, so yeah, that's the good thing. Point. So, so so that and that was a conversation, right? Um, and the re- it was a reporter who the the, the the person was quoting, right? And, and they said they said Cam Newton. That's actually a slam dunk. That's yeah. like that's Cam, Cam was more of a running back. You know, Cor- Vick was like correct. But they said that stupid. Vick Vick wasn't much of a athletic thro- though. Vick had an amazing arm, couldn't throw it to anyone that he wanted to though. And so what made what made Vick. Vic was his running and only his running. Kim, I know you guys talk about him being inaccurate, but he's pretty damn good at throwing the I ball, too. I did not call him inaccurate. Okay, but, but someone accuracy. did. No, right, so well, no, you compared so, it to Tom Brady. Right? No, no. I, I said accuracy is so important in the New England offense so, where you just get the ball out of your hand and get it. You know, you say pass it to James White, right? It has to be on James White's numbers, though. It can't be, uh, it can't be a foot behind him because now he loses his momentum and, you know, he's not getting those five so, yards. You, but, sure. So, so that, was, that was the conversation, though, and in, in what I was referencing was that Cam Newton, when you combine the running and the throwing, best running quarterback of all time. Vic, best running. The right other. now, so the question though becomes: Is Lamar Jackson? I also put Randall Cunningham up there too. By maybe, the way. but Lamar Jackson, that dude in a year, bro, he's ridiculous. No, man. I disagree. Hardcore. Oh, I don't know, man. I'll tell you why. That so, guy is stupid, man. So the thing he's about like Lamar, Barry Sanders so running the, ball, man. So the thing about Lamar Jackson that he's going to have to figure out. And by the way, like I believe in, so like I put Lamar Jackson in the category. Before you jump on me, let me finish the sentence. No, no, I no, no, him, no. I put him in a category with a young Tom Brady. Here's what I mean by that: Tom Brady and the Super Bowls, because of that incredible defense and Belichick's mind, Super Bowls fucked it all up, right? So people, people were like, "Oh, it's already great, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But like, why? What I mean is that an, a young Tom Brady was a guy succeeding but still learning and being good at a few things and then figuring the rest out because like once you've checked off those couple things, then you can work on just the other stuff, right? And he did it. He did it. So Lamar Jackson has been succeeding. They win a lot, and he's great at some really important stuff. He doesn't read a defense yet. So the Ravens, do you understand the Ravens' offense? Do you know what the Ravens' do, offense is? Do, do you think he's ever going to need to – his running – Do you know the – no. So, yes, in five years, his running won't matter. Oh, but, it, but it does now. I'm just but, talking now. But, Neil, do you know – so I'm asking. Do you understand what the Ravens run no, on I offense? I don't study the Ravens' offense. Okay, do you understand, Corey? You know what the Ravens run on offense, right? Run and shoot. So they, they run a one-check – so he has so, – so, Neil, a lot of yeah. times a quarterback that's not there yet, they'll give them two reads, right? Yeah. So the word from football guys on Lamar Jackson is they give him one read and run. So his two checks are only one check and go. So a defense stops that one check, and Lamar Jackson's in go mode. Now the thing is, as more tape becomes available, and they start counteracting that initial. So for example, they, now I don't need to stop your hot route. I just need to bump him. Because you're now I've eliminated your check, and now we bring way more down in the box. So now we negate your run. Now you've got to learn. Now the thing about Lamar Jackson is he's going into, so he's had two good years, and now he's going to go into a third. Do I think Lamar Jackson's going to grow his game and counter? Yes, of course I do. Like because now that's a forgiven. Like that. Like that's like a. That's like I'm going to do what I do. So my guess is like he's not just reading one read next year. He might have the whole playbook. Or he might have two reads. But either way, he's going to stay one step ahead. I think I just but my mean, point is that's very different than Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a football quarterback. Cam Newton has never had – the book on, on Cam Newton 
has never oh, look been how much better that, that he's that not. looks so much better. I don't know why I was facing the oh, window wow, the so whole time. <laughs> but the, the book on Cam Newton them. has never been. Yeah, it must be it. No one has ever argued that they limit his reads, ever. With Lamar or Cam? Cam. Yeah. yeah no, no one's ever argued that. No, no. Except so he's a very Lamar, quarterback. Cam ran a team. By the way, Vic, no the one ever argued that they limited Vic's ex- reads. Except the best Vic. running back in the league last year was Lamar Jackson. Right. So that's filthy. So that's but, what I'm saying. But, Neil, but part of that is that, like, if, if they hand the ball off to – um, Listen, who's Le- the poor sucker that signed in Lamar the Jets? Who's the, who's the Jets? With who? Le- uh, Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon Bell goes to the Jets, and it's like we literally don't have to cover receivers here because no one throws them the ball. So Le'Veon Bell gets a, run, gets a handoff, and first of all, it's in a running down. Also, you're not covering for anything else. So there's just guys waiting on him. Lamar Jackson, every time he runs, it's in a situation where I might also throw the football. Yeah, I could so run two steps and step back, back and pass. As a quarterback is a very back-and-forth no, thing. Yeah, but you know what? Though? It's, not, it's, bad. it's not good. No, but it's extremely hard. Listen, he was you couldn't even defend him even though you knew he was only running. 100%. Or whatever, you 100%. Know what I mean? So, like, the only guy I could think of when, when uh, Barry Sanders ran the ball, you did three guys, and he'd make you miss. And watching remember, Lamar Jackson, that? hold on, watching yeah. Lamar Jackson last year, he's running up, and there's three guys, and they got him pinned. It's somehow he does a spin, a jump, a hurdle, and he's gone. So do you remember man. that it's pass? Like, do you remember that pass that Barry Sanders threw, right? So they were at third and seven, and they snapped it to Barry, and Barry took two drops, and he just, dude, he hit that wide receiver on a fade route, okay? And it was one of the best passes. Do you remember that play? No. No, because he was a running back. So they used to hand him the ball, and once the ball was in his hands, all that could happen was tackle, and he used to do exactly what you described. See, Lamar Jackson, there's a fourth thing happening there. There's yeah, you get to defend the pass, but. and there's the fear that I'm going to release no, it. No, but I'm talking about once he's already – I can think just the Patriots games alone. Once he's already running seven yards downfield, so, so man, he's already the, passed the line so of when scrimmage. So he's at full momentum in the open field. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's different. That's exactly what I'm but talking that, about, okay, though. But my yeah, point but is that's not Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders used to no, do no, that no, my only point in, is, like, the backfield with guys. So my only point about oh, Lamar I'm Jackson. I'm just saying there's so much no. shake and bake in that guy. So do you remember? Do you remember? Like so Vernon, in, hey, in, Vernon James called it. So tell me out. RPO. So tell me out. Do you know how many yards Lamar Jackson averages in a playoff win? Lamar Jackson. Well, total yards or passing yards? Total, total yards in a in a playoff win. I don't know how many wins does he have. Has, does he have a playoff win? <laughs> That's my no, point. They lost. No, they That's lost my point. Year. So Lamar Jackson is solvable, and I'm just no, saying. No, is he though? Like, we don't know that. Yeah, so, so I mean, so they my, lost one game, right? But my Titans. But, but my only point is, maybe he's not. But yeah, he's the got, Titans but also he's got, Tom Brady. But my point is, he's exactly. got. But my point I'm, is, he's got another layer that he's got to solve. Cam Newton came into the league. The thing that's so great about Cam Newton is. He's a great running quarterback, great running quarterback, but he's not a running quarterback. Both these guys are talking about Vic and, uh, Lamar, and Jackson. Lamar Jackson. They're running quarterbacks. They, they've got great arms, but they don't want to throw the football. Yeah. No, Cam Their is a goal, quarterback. Cam Newton is a great quarterback who also can run. By the way, he's not like super elusive like you're saying. He's oh, not he going to. It's more. He's, no, he's, no, he's strong. tough as fuck. He's going to barrel. And he's, the guy, no, he's a running back. 12 he's yards. A running he back runs back down the middle the, for 12 the yards. Same he's a thing, running back as a different. The same thing that you love about Cam Newton is, is the thing you got to hate about him is now he's on your team. He will put his head down and doesn't go out of bounds. He gets the extra yard for the first down or the touchdown. Yeah. 
but that he's gonna get killed doing it, right? And that's the thing. But he's he's a nasty guy, man. He's no. Plus the other thing. Listen, I, quarterback. I I just think leadership is so important, right? And and just commanding the huddle. Like he goes on that knee in that huddle, and like he's the man. You know, like talk to the team and look at the, what, what his teammates say about him. The Greg Olsons and the Christian McCaffrey's or whatever. Like. He, he commands that hug. Oh, that's right, too. Edelman, a guy like Edelman probably responds to Newton more than he responds to Stidham, I imagine. Well, the other thing is, like, right. it's not like the Patri- they talk about Patriots' weapons, whatever, but I kind of like that. All right, Edelman's a veteran. Muhammad Sanu, I think that signing looks way better now with Cam Newton. It's like, those are veteran guys. Like, like it's not like they're this young football team. Like, with Stidham, right, you think, all right, Edelman, Sanu, but, like, you know, what if it doesn't work? Nikhil Harry's young. Jacoby Myers, young. All these also, other guys by the way, young. another big difference, because you mentioned leadership earlier. And again, I, I listen, I love Tom Brady. Love him. But different kind of leader than Cam is. So, by the way, maybe better. Like, probably, not maybe. Look, Tom Brady's a better leader than Cam Newton. But different kind of leader. And different leaders get different things out of guys. So, Brady's the leader that, like, oh, hey, you came here, didn't live up to your hype, and we were unable to do anything. You're in the doghouse. Cam Newton's the kind of leader that's like, Never had really good receivers. Like, so I, as soon as they sa- signed him, I'm like, dude, Sanu all of a sudden becomes in play. Like, all of a sudden, like, Nikhil Harry's career just changed. Because all of a sudden, you got a quarterback that's going to be like. Yeah, you think Nikhil Yo, Harry respects like, Cam? Of course you know he does. I mean? but of course. It, it's not just respect. It's that Cam is going to have conversations with him. They're going to work on it. Because for Cam, Nikhil Harry represents something that Kelvin like. Benjamin. It, what we right, could have had. Like, just as good as, like, the best chance I ever had, as opposed to with Brady. It's like, bro, you're not Randy Moss. You're not, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not uh, Stallworth. You're not, right. if you can't take these three steps I was and do what I do. You were fucking, right, like, if you, you know. can't do this, then I just, I don't have patience for you. So I like the Cam signing in the sense that, like, Cam Newton is more of a, so he gives you day one. So you had an organizational problem when you lost Brady. That was more than just football from a from a just staff problem. Yeah, agreed. You lost your you lost your best employee, and your best employee represented someone that was respected. And so now you just replace that, and it happens to be a guy that's like easier to get along with. So that's a huge win, and you know this like from managing staffs. For me, it's like I have guys that, that are the best at what they do, and then I also have guys that are the most liked, and they, they serve different purposes. And so for Belichick, it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to stay on that guy because if he loses focus, I might not be as good. But I probably just got more out of three guys underneath him. Right. Because Nikhil Harry used oh, to come to work nervous as a motherfucker. Yeah, right. And now Nikhil Harry's like, let's ball. Cam, let's ball. What do you need from me? And Cam's like, yo, that out you just did was fucked up. Don't do that shit again. Stop. You know, you got to look at this. As opposed to Brady, we'd be like, that was wrong, blah, blah, and you just know. And he said it in the <laughs> not going to again. He said, he goes, yeah. I don't tell the team who they can put on the field, but I tell them I don't have trust in people. Right. And you know Cam Newton's not that. He's no, like, listen, Cam even, Newton's being like, I don't know, man. Like, do you trust me? <laughs> like, let's just ball. Even, let's go. Even including uh, Jarrett Stidham. You don't, you don't know what the – what if Jarrett, Jarrett Stidham could turn to a puddle right now, right? Like, oh, shit. You know, we didn't draft a quarterback. I'm feeling good. Now we got Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Well – you got to compete. You better compete because competition is the number one thing in training camp that Belichick preaches, right? He wants to see guys compete. So Cam's either going to compete and win or Jarrett Stidham's going to compete and win. But if Jarrett Stidham competes and win, then you know, all right, then, like, we got something here. And you know what? Do you think if Jarrett Stidham 
wins the job. Yeah. Is Cam Newton still on the team? Um, it depends. If Cam is good and Stidham wins the job, right? I think Cam's on the team and then gets traded. Like, Cam's on the yeah, team to trade. Like he got, he's not on the team next year, but he's on the team to get traded. Yes. Could happen, right? Listen, I personally think, and you can, I love that we're recording shit like this. Here's, uh, here's where I'm at. I know. We never, you know what? This is like. We never roll it back. You know, back. we started yeah. this about sports. I said, and I then, said, and then, and then I said Brady was never leaving. Um, I took out. I'll call myself out on that. Cam Newton I, I'm still is going to, is going to win gone? this job, and the Patriots are going to be competitive for the next three years with him there. I think they're competitive regardless of who the quarterback is. But um, do I think Cam is going to win the job? I, no, I don't think he's going to win the job. I do. Oh, all right. It's tough. You know what? I, like, if he wins the job, I'm so pumped, though. It's the weird part The thing is, it. like, we all have this thought on Stidham, but we've never seen it. Well, just tools. No, but even, like... Even there, he wasn't good in college. Like, he wasn't even douching. I mean, they, I think he beat two number ones in college. Like, I mean, it's like, and then yeah, good, there were like, injuries. He's stuff. had good games. Like, look, he's an NFL oh, guy. No, listen. He but belongs then, on yo, NFL no, roster. No, listen. He, he reminds me so much of Jimmy G when, like... Remember Jimmy G with that? I think it was his first or second year. They played Miami at the end of the year. Didn't mean shit. And Jimmy sucked. And he never got rid of the ball or whatever. You know, Stidham came into the game last year, and he fucking overthrowing guys. And it's like, this guy's not an NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? But then, you don't know. I mean, first year to second year. And plus, this year is all fucked up. They haven't had training camps and all that. So, actually, you didn't make me change my mind. Camp could win the job. He will. You think they're they're pissed that uh, Stidham's been in Texas for the last nine days? No, nah, I don't. I don't even know. I haven't I read shit about that. Yeah, he's been there nine days. Why they're back in? Like, a, I don't think the building's not even open, is it? I know, but Brady's all over his Twitter feed. Uh, no, they pass with his Brady guys. I, uh, I don't. Listen, nah, listen, I'm not sure that's true. Listen, I, I, I think people are mad at Brady a little bit. No, fans are mad at Brady because he's they're, cool. we're jilted lovers, right? Cool. <laughs> like he. No, I think there's a lot of people that are like Brady's. Like nobody's been a lot of people at Tampa Bay all of a sudden coming down with COVID. Players from what? Tampa Bay have tested positive. Last week, actually, there are some Tampa Bay people I've seen that are, are blasting. I just Brady. think there's a lot of people that are like, "Yo, like, they have like can 10, we follow cases. the league rules? Like, can we follow league rules?" Oh, <laughs> Wait, you, hold on, you got, millionaires you don't saying? follow. I'm saying there are Tampa Bay players, Tampa Bay, like that have tested positive for COVID now, and they're blaming Tom Brady. No, no one's blaming him for that. But there are people in the league saying Tom on his Instagram and stuff is in open violation of league rules. Legally, like by league rules, he's not allowed to yet be participating in stuff with teammates. Correct. And he's doing it openly. What do you, you can't, I, I, yeah, hundred percent. How Tangway, well, Gary that, Tangway, who I'm not, listen, I'm not going to sit here and certainly I never want to be on the same side of an argument with Gary Tangway, but Gary Tangway wrote Sports an op ed two days ago, um, about specifically about like Tom That's is hilarious, cause Tom is, what, is if he was in New England doing that, it, it, of course, be like, of course, of course. Yeah, but, but you know what? But what the, is it? The, league the, rules or is it NFLPA has recommended yeah, that its players it's, not do it? I'm not sure. I think you can't stop I thought it was just the NFLPA said don't do it. I guess I thought. Either way, either way, people are getting it and dying. it's a bad look. If Tom's out there in San Mateo throwing passes to Julian Edelman, we're you know we're loving that. Wait a few years. You understand? Yeah, for sure. It, no, no, hundred percent. I mean, listen. it's not a listen. Nobody's and listen. No Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan like, oh, I'm, I'm pissed that he's throwing passes. No, to and, fucking, uh, but forget the Chris fans. Godwin. Forget the fans for a second, though. Do you think Belichick and Kraft go? Jesus, the guy that just walked away is out there making us look bad because our quarterback nah. just left and went to Texas for nine days. Nah. 
Listen, I don't know, man. I, you I think, think Stidham could use a little bit of work with his receivers? Yeah, but I bet he could. I mean, he may he might not have that clout to get his receivers so uh, where he wants to go. But you know who though. does? You know who does? Belichick. Oh, well, I was gonna say can't. Yeah, but no, but Belichick, Belichick well, can't. Well, Cam act- certainly does. But Belichick, Belichick does. can't send an email on, though. Bro. Oh come Listen, on, bro. that email comes come up. On. That email comes up. Come, Let me see oh, your communication. Yeah, I wonder how we could possibly make a phone call. Do they have? Yeah, they have phones. Yeah, Here, they bro. probably record it. NFL come probably records on, bro. those. Come no. on. Hey, how about the punishment? So the punishment came down today. Well, about the well, it came down last night. Spygate two, yeah, Spygate two. Listen, that's I've, bullshit. I've worked in, I've, I've worked in that department over there. I know, I kind of, I kind of know, not really the inner workings, but I do kind of know. <laughs> they, they just fucked up. I mean, the one guy that was there, he fucked up. They should have never shot that, and it, they were not cheating in any sense of the word. No, of They're course, no. Unorganized. <laughs> I mean, even fuck. for them, that was like too blatant. It's, it's no, it's too just stupid. They're We're just, talking about the uh, the punishment, Avi. A third round draft the, pick. That's the, only the guy that you know, like the guy that got banned for life. Yeah, I mean, I don't really. No, one no, year ban. One year ban. He can come back next year and cheat. No, again. it was indefinite. It was indefinite. No, oh, no, he, the like Patriots fired him. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Um, that was stupid. It no, was and stupid. I, I, like in, in Belichick, Belichick had no mercy on anybody in that department. I'm pretty sure. Because they lost the third round, especially now they lost the third. Listen, nobody gives a fuck about $1.1 million or whatever. Yes. Nobody gives a fuck. You know what they give a fuck about, though? Third, third round, round pick. pick. Fuck hey, oh, by the way, by the way, Cam Newton plays well. Stop looking at your phone. Cam Newton yeah, plays well, right? Yeah. He's only on a one-year deal. Signs with another team. Guess what the Patriots get back in uh, compensatory? Third, Third round. rounder. So, and that's why I asked the yeah. question before, right? <laughs> but uh, it's like if they don't, you know I, what I mean? It, it seems so unlikely. If if they think Stidham's the guy, right? And uh, it seems like they think he's the guy. It seems unlikely that Cam's back for more than one year. No, no. This I, is the classic I think it, rebuild your career. I think it maybe, or also could be like Randy Moss after that one year, and then it's like, well, he was so fucking damn good. We got to re up him now. Yeah. And then, you know, People forget two and three. how good Moss was that year, though. That guy was the best dude. In well, in the history, yeah, no, man. The history I saw 2007. So, like, I don't think anybody forgot. That. Oh no, I'm mean, even talking. No, but like when you're saying that record, like, I, no, no, he was like ridiculous. No, even 2008, there was no way. Does anyone think? Does anyone think though that how the catch was it against Indianapolis when he caught that on the sideline out of bounds, basically? But he's not out of bounds because he's Randy Moss. No, I didn't know. Was that the Jets in overtime? Yeah, in overtime where he caught it. Tiptoe going to overtime. That put it into overtime. Tiptoe on the sidelines, like ten yards out. Yeah. There's almost no chance that like Cam Newton performs I, that well. It'd be insane. He's he's gonna come back and probably well, be the quarterback. That well, he's not gonna be the best quarterback. I mean, it's unlikely. He wasn't the best quarterback before. It's listen, unlikely he's gonna listen, be the best listen, quarterback. Listen, he has been once. No, it's not about once. being the best quarterback though. It's about putting up 23 points. Okay, put up 23 points and and let the, let Belichick coach the defense and win games. All you gotta do is win games. It doesn't. You're not gonna have this 39 point offense. No, no. I'm just talking about in terms. Of, I'm just talking about in terms of resigning the guy. Right, so yeah. resigning. Well, let's you know let's get the training one MVP first. with a past MVP. It almost never happens. Yeah, I know. I did. See you that. Have to go back to uh, Thurman Thomas back in like '93 or something. Who they replace? Tom Brady was an MVP. No, Thurman Thomas. Oh, I forget who the answer no, was, but because uh, Thurman Thomas. Wait, wait, OG so Simpson, you're saying OG Simpson was a good running back for the Bills, I think. No, but time out. But but Thurman Thomas wasn't an MVP. In did he go to Miami? I think he went to Miami. Thurman Thomas finished his career in Miami. So there, yeah, I know. I didn't know that either. So I was at the Bills. And game. Emmitt Smith, I didn't remember, finished his career in the Cardinals. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. that. So, so they re- they did, they did it too. They replaced um, Warner with or Emmitt Smith with, with Kurt Warner. But well, that doesn't count. What do you mean replaced? When That's, you lose one MVP, 
So the Patriots just lost an MVP. Yeah, but you know they replaced replace, him. Yeah, but Thurman Thomas didn't replace Kurt Warner. No, 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 no. I, I, I jumped over. Emmett Smith. Sorry, I'm was saying, replaced by Kurt I'm Warner. I'm saying. In other words, they don't play the same position. Yeah, but they, but they resigned an MVP. It, okay. it, it's only happened like four times. It's it's a weird. Uh, That's a very stat. weird stat when yeah. you're going from Emmett Smith to Kurt Warner. <laughs> I just didn't even remember him playing for Arizona. Yeah. Uh, so the weird thing is, so I remember Emmett Smith playing for Arizona, but what's because you're young. He was trash. Well, yeah, but what's more interesting is how good Kurt Warner was for Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> People miss that. No, Dude, yeah. Kurt Warner. That was, I, the funny thing is, we've lived so th- through so many great Super Bowls. Like, every Patriots Super Bowl has been yeah. unbelievable. Do you remember that Cardinal-Steelers that Super Bowl? That Cardinal-Steelers no, Super Bowl was un- unreal. It was, un- it was unreal. Like, it was, like, back and forth. Um, that I was as good a Super Bowl. That was as good a Super Bowl as Pat Seahawks. And it I ended know, just I, as exciting. I like know. it ended up I like, know. dude, if that that's a great tackle, that's a great open field tackle, and that stops it all. Um, I always looked at Kurt Warner as they spell their names a little differently, but the same as I look at Kurt Schilling. Uh, I was gonna say who's Kurt probably Cobain. Wa- who's I'm probably not, of all the Kurt's. Who's probably not watching this, but he is that on my Facebook, so maybe he is. Um, so Kurt Schilling, who by the way is like an un. Like unapologetic racist on Facebook, and um, and I don't even get into it anymore because I'm like he sent me like 3 a.m. messages before, and it, like his wife shares shit that I'm just like, stop playing dumb. Like we we but we all know that you just want to just write just write the n word. Like you be like that's what you're trying to do. That's how outrageously racist you are. But on what on Facebook on Facebook like oh, outrageously racist. Like I should was pull he, stuff was he up. that way in the locker room? Oh uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Do you know? Well, I don't know. I wasn't in the locker room, but he'll say he wasn't, right? But here's something that I say about Kurt Schilling. And the thing about it is, like, I get torn about this. Like, I'm, I'm a really, like, look, Kurt Schilling, if Kurt Schilling's a C-list celebrity, then I'm, like, a triple Z-list celebrity, right? Like, I'm so less important than Kurt Schilling, and I don't want to pretend like I'm not. But I've lived an interesting life in that, like, I know a lot of people in a lot of different industries. I have a, a public voice that's nowhere near as public as Kurt Schilling's, but it's public. It's super public. And I know teammates of his. I know white teammates of his. I know black teammates of his. I know white teammates of his that have really bad things to say about him. What Kurt Schilling cannot produce, no matter how, and there was a chance at one point through a chef in Boston that we might have had Kurt Schilling on the show. And, look, we had Jerry, Jerry Callahan on the show, and Jerry Callahan is a friend of Kurt Schilling's, and I disagree with him politically. I know you don't know always on every issue, but I do. It's Jerry Callahan yeah. or Kurt Schilling? Uh, Jerry Callahan. Yeah. But Jerry Callahan's but I, smart, like really smart and, like, really fair. So, like, I, I, yeah, I, I like about say, Jerry I don't think you would call him is, racist about it. I wouldn't call him. So I mean, people call him. So, thing, I would, obviously, was, listen, it was a bad joke. It was a bad joke. And and people and I could call him racist for that. It was a bad joke, and I'm not going to defend That's at least kind of fair. So, I'm not going to defend that. Because it was a bad joke, oh, yeah, and, and I think right. we, I think this could lead to we could talk a little bit about what I think the right way to handle stuff like that is. But Jerry Callahan to me is not a racist. Yeah, right, exactly. Jerry Callahan is somebody who, or he, he might be a racist, but we don't. So in my opinion, he's not. Persona, so in my opinion, he's not. Right. So like having listened to him for a long time, like yeah, you have, of course, and then after meeting him the way we did, we had private conversations with him. We spent five hours with him. Yeah, Jerry Callahan is an even fair person, human, kind, maybe even human being. Um, there are people like Chris Curtis who will come out and say that Jerry's been good to them in their career. There are people like who he's ripped online. Like, I don't think, I think he's somebody who he, he took a couple bad opportunities to make a joke, yeah. but in general, when you look across his opinions, 
they all come from a certain place, but they're not intended to be. So maybe he. I mean, when you talk four hours every day so the point for is, years, you're gonna the point step into. He's the somebody sometimes. who could. He's sometimes. He's somebody. He could, who, I mean, he's somebody could that could. Truth, but listen, yeah. he could tighten up a little bit on, on his. Um, well, I don't think we're going to be telling him how to do fucking Certainly radio. not. Certainly not. Definitely not. And, and, and again, just to be clear, like we've had the opportunity to sit in the room with him. I won't tell him how to tie his shoes. Like yeah. That dude's on top of his shit. Yeah. My point is, like, if you want to criticize him, criticize him about the fact that, like, yeah, listen, if you're going to talk for four hours a day, every once in a blue moon, you could, like, tighten up a right. little bit to make sure you don't say something out of pocket. But in general, he's somebody that, like, he feels how he feels, but he'll have the conversation and he's genuine. Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling just like, and Kurt Schilling has an agenda. He just does. And what I think is super telling about Kurt Schilling, and he can't dispute this, this is the one thing that like no matter how angry, no matter how violent, no matter how much he threatens to like blackball you or find out where you like, he, you know, people have like upset him on the internet and he's like published their addresses, right? But the one thing he cannot change is that he played a long time in a professional sport. And doesn't have teammates that will stand up for him. He doesn't have white teammates that stand up for him. And he definitely doesn't have black teammates that stand up for him. So the stories I've heard about him privately are not about race. They're just about scumbaggery. But as far as race goes, like I would, I would charge that the things that he writes on his personal Facebook page are fucked. And I think about, like, he's that, he's that friend that I would just be like, yo, unfriend. Except that I'm like, well, that's Kurt Schilling. So I'm just going to, like, keep that shit rolling because... I'm gonna be here. I'm a bird on the. I'm, I'm gonna fly on the wall when he's expressing himself in such a bonkers, bonkers way. And to me, though, like those are important things to denote. Um, no, nah, I've just I've seen what Facebook messages we had there. Oh, okay, cool. Looks like thousands. Yeah, Neil, thousands. Yeah, yeah, I know, Neil. You're gonna have to monitor that. Now. So, uh, well, used to be over huh. there. Yeah, anyway, but so the point is to respond. No, people that know him right. aren't. But now they can't see us, bro. Oh, shit. So just change it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Neil, just Sorry, I thought you were trying to like, go pee in or something. I'm like, yo, no, no, no. It said, it said battery low, but it I wasn't really low. No. Um, so I'm just trying to say that, like, there you go. so to me, like, that's one of those things where I'm like, dude, like, there's a lot of racists out there that are really comfortable saying their shit. But anyway, the point is, I compare Kurt Warner to Kurt Schilling. Except that Kurt Warner did things numbers-wise. So, like, he's the winner that Kurt Schilling was. But he did he did incredible things numbers-wise. And that's why he got into the hall and Kurt's... Yeah, it's different. Sport. Kurt's not there yet. No, but my point is... I mean, Kurt, thing about is Kurt, is, Kurt Schilling should be in the hall. So, I agree with that. By the way, I agree with that. And I've said that privately to him and publicly I've on this podcast. But my argument and is... Even the shit you say that... I mean, I uh, no. Are you gonna listen? Say, I don't think the fact that he's an unabated racist means he shouldn't be in the baseball hall of there's fame. A million because there's a million unabated racists in the in the baseball hall of fame. Um, my point is comparing Kurt Warner to Kurt Schilling. For me, that comparison is just in that like Kurt Schilling had a really short stint, so he was good and he was good, but he was great for a short time. But that short time that he was great, he was like really, really great. But not numbers wise, just winning wise. Like so, he had a couple yeah. really good seasons. He had some good wins. He was no, never. I, uh, see, I think of it when I was young, I and mean, even with Philly. Now, obviously, they got overshadowed because the Braves. So, how many seasons was Kurt Schilling the best pitcher in baseball? No, none, zero. Yeah. How many was the top five? Yeah, uh, twice. I would say probably more than that. Twice. I think he was more than that. When? I I, I bet 
I'm like 95 or 4, whatever, when the Phillies. He was not. He wasn't, was he their ace? Yeah. So he was their ace, but yeah, barely. Their ace. But when barely. He the World Series. Yeah, but barely. Like, he wasn't like Kurt Schilling wasn't one of the best pitchers in baseball. Wait, what year? Wait, did they go to the World Series? No. Earlier than they that. They might have lost the Braves. He was like their second or third best pitcher no, of the year they went he to was the, the best. Series. He was the best pitcher on the field. He went to the series? Why are we still talking about Schilling? All right, I'm not going to talk Philly fucking sports because I know Why more are we Boston talking sports. about Schilling still? Yeah, I, I know. know. Why are we talking about Schilling? Uh, but no, I think, and plus, just winning, if, if winning is the be all end all, right, there is no logical argument for keeping him out. Yeah, but I don't think winning is all. I mean, I think Hall of Fame isn't about the greatest winner. No, it's not, but it can be. Well, Why can't it be? Baseball in particular, it's a really weird metric. Yeah, but you, can't figure pitcher, out the, you can't figure out the metric sure. in Major League Baseball. It's, I mean, because in my mind, what it means like is he's better than Tom you're Glavin. the best. You're like in that group of best. You think Kurt Schilling is better than Tom Glavin? As a pure pitcher, yes. I don't know if I agree not, with that. Not Greg Maddox. I mean, I mean, no, definitely not Greg Maddox. Maddox. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I know, listen, beer. Here's the, here's the th- here's the thing about uh, you. I bet you. I guarantee you have. Well, you got four taps right there. Yeah, but they're all the beer we do the at Simca. We do the beer garden. Beer garden, garden side amazing. I know. Yeah. So, which is dope. I but guarantee you have beers in that fridge. Guarantee it. All right. I didn't even. Lo- oh, I didn't look. Don't, hey, Abby, don't let us down, bro. I was just over there. I know. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, ho- I'm rooting against you. Look at how many we got. 15 cameras set up. We got Facebook Live here. I have. Uh, what he cut up? Look at disk space. I have 21 hours and 49 minutes left. He just spilled something. You spilled something? No, I, I, I was rooting against you. Oh, <laughs> uh, I win. I'm good. I got a full. Cerveza Tecate. Orgeo de Mexico. I didn't know you don't spoke Kurt, Spanish. Don't tell Kurt Schilling. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, it's just not worth the time. It's a bad dude. No, it might be worth the time. Nah. If he's going to come on this podcast, it's certainly worth the time. He's not he won't, though. He's he won't. Not. He's a bitch like that. No, no, no. He, no. Well, listen, we've had private conversations. No, we're not. Do- we're just not doing that. Like, that's not, like, there's conversations that can be had. I'm at a point in my life right now where I don't want to talk to. Well, your producer's going to overrule you. My producer can't overrule me. That's the nice thing, right? Let's <laughs> so, like, see. We'll see who wins. He in the uh, kitchen. Yeah, that, yeah. Really? <laughs> call, <laughs> call whatever you want, Brody. Um. The thing to me well, is hey, like he's a big Israel supporter. No, he's not. Like no, he's he's currently supporting Israel. There's a difference between those things. Yeah, I'm sure he loves Jews. I'm sure. I might. Most of them are I just read the shit he he puts out there, man. Yeah, listen, he collects Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, he's a bad dude. Yeah, I'm sure Nazi memorabilia has like a lot of value beyond the support or interest Hold on. in hey, the third you know what the, you know what the swastika was before that yes I do I do it was an Indian peace symbol I'm sure that that is why Kurt only got attracted <laughs> yeah, to it yeah, you sure, know he was like you know what during my studies it is crazy during of the like, Asian world one time I became in history. attracted imagine, to imagine if they chose the a different symbol in a India. different symbol right be like that would be the bad symbol it's sure. crazy yeah, just they could have like chosen, the, chosen the confederate flag and then, then people would just be like, "Well, this is one and one." <coughs> so, Avi, we've had a we've had a lot of off off camera conversations. I'm curious where you fall on this stuff. So, all the statues, yes, all the statues that are coming down. Yep, some oh, of them. Shit, I thought we weren't going here. Some I of them. Was Cam Newton Day. I told you. Some of them certainly justifiably. So, I'm curious. You've been very public with sure. your thoughts, and I appreciate that. And, I, and I'll continue to be. Yeah, public, for yeah. sure. And so, I'm curious on all these statues, specifically, let's say Washington. Lincoln, which is it's an iffy Lincoln statue in Boston for sure, because okay. it has the. Where, where do we fall? Is, is is it the right way to go about it? 
tearing them down. I'm not saying no. I'm just asking the question. Okay. And, and, or is there a process to go for? And then do you, do you find a way? So I've always been, and I, I'll tell you why I ask. I've always been a believer, like the Hall of Fame, right? It always came up with the Hall of Fame, tied it, what we're talking about. Like, I've always thought, like, I don't know, like, Bonds and Clemens and guys like that belong in the Hall of Fame in my mind. Of course they do. But with an no, ask, nope. but, but with, a, with a definition next to it yep. or, or an explanation next to it, hey, these guys are here, and they did some things amazingly well, but here's the bad, and they did this too, and you should know it all. Sure. And so for me, it's sort of, in my mind, similar. So I don't know if a statue of a racist belongs in the middle of a, a park, for sure or not, sure. right? But should it be somewhere with an explanation, because do we risk, do we risk not remembering? All right, so this is where I think it's. I have a two pronged answer for myself personally, and I'm just, just my opinion. Okay, so the line for me is drawn at what you like, what your importance was, and if your importance in any way related to racism, then I think you're automatically out. So to me, General Lee got to go. Um, any slave owners got to go. Well, Washington, slave owner, that, I mean, that's, that, that takes Washington all of them. They're owner. gone. Washington's gone. Sure. So, so if you're a slave owner, in my opinion, gone. Okay? Statue-wise. Statue-wise, gone. Okay? But gone like torn down or gone like we go through a process and we move it somewhere like a museum where, where we can have that same Hall of Fame sort of scenario where like, sure. so you hey, can they, move. So he was listen, the first president, so listen, but. You, so in my opinion, you don't have to. I don't, I don't need the violent teardown of that statue. So in the first prong, I don't need it. Okay? Because there's an important second prong here. The violent teardown is the best part of it. Tell <laughs> me, there's an important second prong here. Okay? So my opinion for Avi Shemtov, a white Jewish male, son of an immigrant, Son of an American for a few generations. None of my ancestors were Hold here on. during I mean, slavery. To be clear, okay, not a person of color. That's a longer. conversation. I know we've kind of okay. had it before. Yeah, but that's a longer conversation. I don't. I, do I not don't consider op- you okay. a person. So of color. I don't openly identify as a person of color. Of course, I think that's a more difficult question when you start talking about chefs yeah, of color. Of course, yeah, because yeah. when you start, if what you're trying to denote is that that person isn't quote unquote white, right? So I don't. I also don't consider myself white. So I've. I've never. I've never personally filled out anything and checked off white because I'm skin color. I'm white, but I'm a Middle Easterner. Like, and if, so, if like, Jesus wanted to hide, he went to Egypt. Right. So I did know. So I'm not. I'm not a Christian, and I'm not a, a follower of, of the religion of Christianity. But as far as Jesus goes, I whatever his makeup is uh, ethnically, that's pretty close to my ethnic makeup. So I don't check off Caucasian for the same reason that I don't think Jesus is Caucasian. Well, but you don't you don't check off Caucasian. I don't. I'm not Caucasian. So, but I also don't. And Caucasian makes it a little trickier. I, yeah, Caucasian is. It makes it trickier because yeah. now we're talking about like genes. So I don't check off white. I don't even but, know what so when, it means. makes it easier for me that they, that they put white, white, and I don't check off white. I'm not white, but no, I, well, you are white. No, so I'm not white. But this is a longer conversation. I don't identify as white, but I identify as somebody who has white privilege because I know I'm mistaken for white. Yeah. So, like, and, and that, by the way, it's an interesting thing in my life. So, like, I always joke, and I think I've said it on this podcast. It was all I call it like first day of the semester syndrome. The first day of the semester semester is when people look at me like I'm a, like I'm different because they go Avaron Avaron Sahemtov, and I'm like it's Aviron Shemtov. You can call me Avi. Oh, Avi. All right, cool, Avi. So, like, Avi wasn't a thing I was called until I was in school. My family never called me Avi. And 
that was a thing. Like that's like the that's like the whitewashing of like that. Oh, we're gonna make him fit with a name we already know from a, from Jewish culture. I'm I'm a Middle Easterner. But, like, well, but but also though, your mom is not. So my mom's not. But so my mom's not. Um, sure. So I mean, I mean, so so call. No, me, I'm just saying. Like, so it's again, not, it depends on how you want to look. Lot, at, yeah. So yeah. So I mean. So again, I identify like I don't. What I'm trying to say is I don't beat the drum of like call me a person of color. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a person of color. I'm I not. Need to go down I, the I can walk. You. No, I know, but it's an important it, point. It, it, so it is. It's an yes. important point to me because for the for the purpose of identifying and understanding my own privilege and I, understanding my voice and the need that I feel deep in my heart personally, nobody else has to feel this. This is me to speak and stand for other people that I care about. I identify as a white male. Like, I accept that society called, considers me a white male and has been really good to me because of it. Your I never check off been. white. I never check off white. And it's because, like, when you give me the opportunity to take advantage of, and you can check, I mean, listen, I don't know if there's a way to check up on this. It's certainly no scandal. But I, but I swear on my soul, I, I've never checked off white. And there's a reason for me. It's because that's not who my family isn't that. If my dad can't check it, if my grandma couldn't check it, I don't check it. Because to me, it's like if you're going to give me like everything I have, I've earned. And if you're ever going to give me that because I fell into your category, I'm not with you there. I'm just not. But no, I, so I guess what I'm saying is I never take advantage of being identified as a person of color because I'm not. And I'm not identified right. by others that way. So I'm never going to go treat you know what i'm ju- i have it just as bad as you No, the fuck no i don't i just don't you have it much worse than i do i walk through marshalls they don't look at me funny so like i'm never going to ever say oh but i am but i am i only bring it up when when people who i also don't think are considered that way start identifying that way in my industry so i just don't like the chefs of color stuff when it's not chefs that i feel like <clears throat> are part of groups that are very specifically discriminating against. So if you're well, if you're financially well off, you grew up in a community a certain way, and you're part of a group where the stereotype is, while it's still a stereotype, while it's still not cool, is not negative, it's not something that pulls down, then I think like identifying as a person of color or a chef of color sometimes a little dilutes the argument. And, and that's just an argument I've made. And so when people will say, well, I'm of color, then I'll say, well, by the same definition, so am I. Yeah, right. So that's the only reason I ever identify that way. But I never do it to say, oh, well, if my friend here who's a black chef is considered a, a person of color or a chef of color, then so am I. No, not at all. Yeah, right. I know what I look like. I know how people view me, and, and I know how much has been given to me in my life because of that. So I would never, well, I would never I mean, try to take I, advantage I, of that way. I, I wouldn't say much has been given to you because of the color of your skin, though. Um, I would, and I've been in those rooms, and I know, I know, I've been in those rooms. Not that it's been given to you, but it hasn't been taken away because your color isn't different. Yeah, that's sure, but sometimes that's which might be the same, might be the same, might be a semantic. But here's the thing: listen, I can't speak. I can only speak for me, but I can only speak for me. Okay, yeah, of course. So I've climbed a mountain and seen invisible hands, like not invisible, strangers' hands, at times where I needed a lift, and I'm not saying it's because it's. It's only because I was white, but I'm saying I know what. So I spoke one time at Babson, and I was speaking, um, and, and the other person that was on this panel was a female, and they asked, like, can you speak to, can you speak to, um, like, the fact that you're a female entrepreneur and what disadvantages you think that's given you, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I said, can I speak to that point? And I think, like, they, 
got awkward for a second because it's like, why does this guy want to speak over her? And I said, I can speak to the rooms I'm in as a male. The leg ups I've been given that I know were because it's just an older, successful male who was like, yo, I got you. Hey, I like to see, I see myself in you. And I know that that, that woman sitting next to me wasn't given that same opportunity. Doesn't mean she was never given any opportunity, but she wasn't given that opportunity. Right. Well, so, uh, well, no, so, so go so back some to stuff historically, has been given though. To me. So historically, though, some stuff has been given when you're to coming me. up, too, though, right? There's a, um, the generation before you, there were a lot more males that were given that opportunity, right? Yep. So now there's a, not, a lot more males that can give the opportunity and pay it forward. So that's privilege. I mean, that's, that's the perpetuation. Oh, yeah. So my point is do I think anybody has ever said, oh, there goes Avi Shemtov? He's white. Love him. Make sure he succeeds because he's white. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying I've been in rooms that I'm welcome no, because of my open. whiteness. Doors are because I'm whiteness, and the door was opened, and Avi was ushered through. And, and it wasn't until recently in my life that I understood that, like, holy shit, like, my friend's still in the lobby. And, like, I forgot about him because I just got invited into this room, and, and I was so excited to get in, invited into this room, and holy motherfuck, like, my friend's still out in the lobby. And... Ten years later, you look at yourself and you go, well, I earned this. Well, yeah, because once they let me into the room, then I won the contest. Then I became something. Right? But your friend's still in the lobby. And, like, dude, I remember when we were in the lobby and that dude was better than me. So if we both walked through the door at the same time, he would have won that contest and he'd be here. And he wasn't. Right? right. So that's privilege. So it's not that they, it's not that they looked at me and said, uh, we're looking specifically for somebody. It's more like I've had doors open It was open easier, for me. yeah. I've had doors open for me. And so... You know, again, I think like now we've gone on a little bit of a sidetrack here, but I but I think it's an important well, sidetrack. Hey, but me, I think it's an sure, important sidetrack yeah, for sure. All right, let me let me get to the the statue thing. Right. So back to the statue. Can Hold I on. Just, let me, no, no, no. Let me go opinion? no, because it's so, a podcast, no, and we're going to go back was a, and forth. There was an important second piece, though. Right. So I just wanted to say, so that's me, Avi Shemtov, right, the privileged person. That's what I was saying when you said, right, "Do I consider myself a person of color?" So Avi Shemtov, the privileged person, says, "I draw the line at like, if your notoriety was as a slave owner, you're done. You're out. Okay." Now, the other half is I'm somebody, and this is just how my mom raised me, where if, like, if there's four of us in a car and we're going to go out to eat, and one of us is like, yo, I just don't eat seafood, then we're not going to a seafood restaurant, right? So, like, I really wanted lobster tonight, bro. I really did, but you don't eat seafood, so we're not going tonight, okay? So I feel the same way about rights and about freedoms. So if one of us is like, yo, that statue makes me feel discriminated against and uncomfortable i'm not going to be the one being like but that's the first president of our country i'm like yo if there are things that person did in their life that makes you feel like us honoring him disrespects you then let's move that shit to a museum about people who were not who were confused as fuck about okay and by the way if you come in and you go by the way i want to blowtorch that motherfucker then just me and just hey let's judge me as i am then i'm like yo then let's blowtorch that motherfucker that's just who i am and you know that about me as a person. I get mad. if Listen, you could be in a, an argument with someone who I'm like, yo, Corey, you're kind of wrong, right? But if you're like, yo, fuck this dude. He said something to me. I'm like, all right, let's go, right? Yeah, and then right. later, me and you were going to hash that out. Like, yo, you could have chilled that out, but, but I got you. Yeah. So to me, I feel the same way on the American racial scene. I'm like, yo, if somebody is standing there going, guys, but I'm not fucking cool. This person just spit on my fucking family. Or I don't know, worse owned my great-grandmother and won't let that shit go, then I'm like, 
All right, man, if we're going to blow torch it, let's blow torch it. Yeah. Hand me the fucking blow torch. Well, let's that's go. the thing. All right. And that's how I feel right now. That's just really All how right. I feel right now. Yeah. So, no, I know, think you nailed it. There's, really? There's Couldn't shades of gray. There's shades of gray, right? To everything. There's shades of gray, right? So, like, there's some. To everyone except the victim. So, like, there's shades of gray in no, that bar listen. scenario to me and Neil. Because we saw it and we're like, yo, Corey, you kind of bumped into him first, whatever. But in that moment, there's no shade of gray to you. Okay. You're like, yo, that dude talked, blah, blah, and Corey And Neil and I have to decide who do we got? So if I got you, I just I'm swinging and I'm hitting him, and then afterwards I'm probably like fucking Neil and I both know like yo you know yeah. that dude like oh, oh, that was kind of fucked yeah. up sure but we had you right so right now the question is who are you standing with no but it I depends know who on I'm what it is with. though right it depends on what it is right so like so I I read a lot about this emancipation statue now right yeah okay. sure so do you know what I'm talking about I do okay so literally the oppressed was slaves. Yep. Right? So from what I've heard, yeah. And it... <laughs> what do you mean, except for what you heard? No, I said, so from what I've heard. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm right. aware that slaves were I don't, I don't yes. even know which one we're talking about. I think it's D.C. I don't know. It's yeah. probably, probably more... All right. So it's Lincoln, right? And there's a slave Boston. at his feet. No, not this one. That, well, I, that, D- it different might be the statue, but the one it you're m- talking about in Boston is It's the same thing. Like, there's no discussion in the one in Boston. All right. <laughs> All right. So... The one in Boston shows slaves, like, as servants at his feet. Right. Like, exactly. that's not... Like, no, how exactly. the fuck no, is that an acceptable statue? The emancipation statue, statue looks, it looks extremely slim, Very similar, similar, right? Yep. Very similar. So, right. You, all right, you read the plaque, right? And it was a slave who gave... A freed slave, Lincoln free... Sure. Literally, she was free because of Abraham Lincoln. Okay. She gave her first $5 that she made in freedom and said, I want to erect a statue for this man. And, and yet, Corey, okay, and yet they didn't pose the statue, and so I'm glad as fuck they were on stage, right, of her standing there like a, like a, like a no, no, free no, woman was- handing $5 as the president kneeled in appreciation. No, instead they erected a statue of her at his feet, like he's no fuck you, fuck you, fuck you forever, fuck you. It was it's it's. I don't care no, what listen, she listen, wanted. You just said, you just said about no, no. It's not just her. As. It was literally paid for only by freed slaves. But Corey, but the point they is, were the oppressed. Okay, the, they but, were the oppressed part. But the point is, what whoever built that statue built that statue in a way that made you look. What? How do you know they didn't get? They didn't consult on it. So so. Do you know they, they were did? The, they so time out. Do you know that they did? No, but I'm saying you said no it, because it's the oppressed that has to. Because my point right? is, is it the oppressed no, that has my, to. My point or no? is the defense of the statue that you're giving is that they paid for it. it yes, I don't. I, I, are you mad about who paid for it? I wasn't mad about who paid for I, it. I think it, I'm looking at a statue that is a caricature. Of white oppression of black people. Yeah. Is that a joke? There's black... Like, and my point is, instead of making a statue that gave privilege, gave freedom and respect yeah, and authority to this woman, it's a statue that shows them in servitude. If no, it, it didn't show it. He's helping her so like, So like, here, here's That's the thing. That's what the statue is. He's right. helping like, her so here, He's some great... So like, here's the thing. It's why, it's why I asked the question the way I asked it, though, in terms of what should happen to the statue. Sure. So we... We came through, I'm, I'm a bit older than you guys, but we came through a time where you were educated and kind of understood what the history was. Sure. Now the statues are, and you understand in the now. So maybe my kids that are 12 and 14, maybe, hopefully, the parents and the teachers are doing their job of teaching them history. But if the statues are gone and the history is kind of forgotten and the next generation doesn't see those statues with a parent like myself who can go up and say, hey, here's this statue. 
And here's why the statue is so fucked up, right? Hopefully I wouldn't say it that way to my kids. No. But, like, but we teach them. Good. But if that, if that statue's gone and that teachable moment is gone, I worry that when my kids' kids are, are growing up, that we end up back in a circle. So I disagree. And with that's you. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just worried. I'm not saying you can't disagree with a worry, but I, I, no, I worry. Hold on, that I gotta get back to this. So I can't disagree. I, with I the worry. No, no, no. Because I'm not mean, saying it's gonna happen. I'm, I didn't I'm say you don't worried. have the right to the worry. So here's my <laughs> issue. No, but right? listen, you learned here's about Trail of Tears in school. Sure. So here's my right? issue. Yeah, I did. Yes, of course. So here's an issue, right? But but just to finish though. So the question, I I would just like that that Hall of Fame. I would prefer that there are museums that have these statues. With the plaque next to it sure. that explains why that statue is so fucked up and sure. why the history behind it so is that so I'm with. fucked up. So that I'm with. That's what I'm so saying. That I'm That's with. all I'm saying. So that I'm with. But. What do you mean? But, what's but it difference? shouldn't sit in public and it shouldn't require oh, you to tell your kids, oh, well, no. hey, can I explain to you how fucked up this no, is? No, Because everyone else is like, and by the way, what your kids learn as they grow up isn't, oh, well, sometimes some statues are fucked up. No, instead they learn people who are important. And my point is, if we keep acknowledging people who are important even if it's for negative reasons then we it we create we continue actually to create because we already have it we create a society of people who's in who for whom importance is part of the pun as important as greatness and these people are not great we are erecting statues to people who are not great they're right. just important and their importance should be. I, I'm with you. Fine, make a museum. That's, that's for why. Them. That's all but I said. Who, that's who why I phrased it the way I phrased it. Who am I to tell a group of freed slaves? Right. <laughs> Sorry, we don't want. We don't want uh, to build a statue for this guy that no, you, you guys uh, have. You should build it. You should build it in reverence. No, listen. In reverence, they wanted it, and so you should build it, Corey. You should 100. percent Then um, build I, the fucking statue in a way that doesn't disrespect the slaves that he's quote-unquote lifting up. Did they say, I would love a statue in which I am know? on my knees? Being well, no, 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 I mean, so, so here's the problem. I mean, so no matter a, what I know. So here's the problem. That Hundred, statue listen, that statue wouldn't so be there. So hundreds of years later, we don't have the answer, and that's the problem, right? So, like, that's the problem. So we, when you, when you live in a situation where there's no, there's no black and white and we're sure. in the gray area, you have to eliminate the gray, right? So I think my scenario eliminates the gray, right? So you put them in a the museum, you educate, Yep. And then you build whatever new statue you, you want to build. Adolf, I mean, That's it, all I'm saying. Corey, so like, do you know who Adolf Schindler was? Adolf Schindler, no. Okay. So they made a movie, actually. It was pretty Schindler's good. List? You should watch it. It's called Schindler's <laughs> yes. List. Yeah. I, it's I, really I good. Assume, okay. Yes. I say you backed well, okay. him in yes. there. So, so Schindler's List is about a man. I was like, his name's not Adolf. He's about a man. <laughs> yeah, it was, ironically. So it's about a man. It's not a true story, either. It is. No, I... I, I the okay. depiction, the movie depiction, is not exactly what happened. It's not fact. It's not exactly factual, but there was right. a man by that name yes, yes, yes. who was in a position of power and who risked everything to save a bunch of Jews. Yes. Okay. Yep. Neil, I don't know if you know this. Have you been to Yad Vashem? No. Okay. You've been to Yad Vashem? You've never been to Israel, right? Have you been to Israel? No. Okay. So in Israel, there's a Holocaust museum called Yad Vashem. Okay. So you go to this, this, and it's actually it's brilliant on lots of levels. So one, one brilliant. We should have a slavery museum in America built like this, quite honestly. Um, there might be for all you know. Not like Yad Vashem. So Yad, because, so Yad Vashem is built where you can't skip exhibits. It, it, it pushes you through. So you have to experience it how they have curated it, and that's how you're going to experience it. So at the end of Yad Vashem, <clears throat> second to last thing you see, is a library. You walk into a room, and it's a, it's a library the size of this room, okay? And it's all books. It's just all books. 
on shelves. Okay. And in the middle of the room is one book opened behind glass. And you can walk up and see how small the print is. And it tells you, in this room is cataloged by the Nazis themselves all the murders that they committed. And this is the print. Yeah, yeah. And in that moment, you're, you're taken as a human. I mean, unless you're a monster. Yeah. Taken by the fact that, yeah. like, how big words. that is. How big that is, right? Like, how big that is. And then you walk out of that room, unless you're a monster with tears in your eyes, right? Maybe worse. You walk out into a balcony. And the balcony overlooks this beautiful forest. In a country, which, you know, someday I hope both of you can go, that has no greenery. There are no trees in Israel. There are no... And it's, so when you have a yard, it means something. Oh, it, really, it really fucking means something. Okay? And it's a forest. It's a small forest. So that's the forest that they've planted a tree for every non-Jew who saved a single Jew during the Holocaust. And the, there's only one person buried in that field. And it's Adolf Schindler. And he's the only non-Jew who's ever been brought to Israel to be buried. So he died a derelict, alcoholic, penniless. Really? And, the, and, and, dis, and Jews who were saved by him spent their money having his body brought to Israel and buried in this field. And there's something incredibly powerful about that, right? So Lincoln could be remembered. And he could be remembered for his greatness. He can be remembered for his vision. He can be remembered for his willingness to step up. But when you stand in that field... You don't look at Adolf Schindler and think he's better than us. That he, thank God, some powerful, wealthy German was willing to save me. No, you feel for him. You, you, you cry with his humility and you feel human with his greatness, his willingness to stand. And you feel empowered to stand for others. That could have been done for Lincoln. There could be memorials to Lincoln that memorialize the fact that here was this man, this humble man... Right, who was raised not and and became the leader of our country and said to himself. By the way, there could be memorials, especially given Lincoln's life. Right, he dies shortly thereafter, basically for standing for what was right. So there could be memorials to Lincoln that memorialized his humanity and his willingness to do what was right, despite the fact that it wasn't what was best for him. A statue that shows him in a sitting or standing position, with black slaves beneath him. And in any way handing up to a young black person may feel completely understandably like what you're saying is hope the white person helps you up. And that is what America has become built on. And that is different. It's very different. So if they had erected a statue to Adolf Schindler, if they had erected a statue to Adolf Schindler outside that door. Yad Vashem would be a different place. Imagine leaving. Okay, but imagine leaving seeing ago, the obviously. twelve million names and walking out to see this this statue of a man and say there. No, instead, it's a very humble understanding of what this person did, and it's powerful because of that. Okay, but a hundred and fifty years ago, right? Sure. I just got off the fucking plantation. How are, how is the white person going to tell me that I want to? I, I shouldn't have built a statue for fucking no, Abraham Lincoln. But I, that I, person that you're saying this about didn't build the statue. She oh gave five dollars. No, 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 no. It was paid for fighting, entirely by free slaves. But didn't necessarily. By, it would have been a black person that fucking. Do you know a lot about no. history? Did those people have? Did in that moment? Did these free slaves have the control to to place a public statue? But isn't so? Isn't isn't though? At the end of the day, listen. Your words are 
and I ask the question because I know we speak sure. so often. Like I, I know the passion and the love, and the message is perfect. Right? Sure. It doesn't mean you're wrong. The statue. It doesn't mean that. No, the I'm, is, I, who but, am I to talk no, about the fucking free mean, sleep? It doesn't mean it doesn't mean the statue is built incorrectly. We don't know. We don't know. Sure. But even if it was today, like you said, it, it's different. And so today it shouldn't exist. It feels different. It, right. And so it shouldn't exist. No, but why shouldn't it exist? Hold I on, hold I, on. Let me, I, let me I, say it. It's not that, hold on. Because if one person in the car doesn't want to go for seafood, bro, then we don't go out for seafood. So, so there are people in the okay, car that are saying that doesn't make me feel so good. So it doesn't. Well, 150 years ago, we were all down for seafood. Yeah, but, but dude. No, but, 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 but hey, what? It was 150 years Corey, ago. We were all down Corey, for seafood. Corey, three weeks ago, you were down for seafood, but it turns out you became allergic. Should I force you to eat seafood and go, yo, but Corey, three weeks ago, you were down for seafood. So I, I, should, I should tell. Myself three weeks ago, how I how I should feel? No, so no one's mad. I'm not mad, and and none of us are saying, "Fuck you for erecting in the first no, place." But we're saying take denying, it down now. That's saying, denying the their history. Down. That's denying their history. No, because we're gonna learn about the history. No, we're that's my, how are you gonna learn point? about it? You fucking tear no, no, no. it down. How no, 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 no. That's so, and I think that's my point. They have books, is bro. If, they have books. Like they actually have books now. I <laughs> we don't need statues. Like but, I didn't learn to read by statues. Okay, I don't go but, out in public. And but go, here's the thing: no, no. are there statues but, about this? But Avi, to be fair, yeah, but how many times have you to been be in fair, a foreign city and looked no, and but, seen but, a statue? But, but and like, oh, what the fuck is this? To be fair, I'm not as traveled as you are. I, no, to, I actually to be, haven't. I've been to Holocaust museums. In to be fucking, like, fair, I think the statues incredibly humbling. I think the statues maybe a better tool to teach history than the books are. Yeah, no one's going to the fucking museum. Because today's books. I'm gonna run to the I just, I was gonna go there too. But go ahead. I just think that so, so Corey. I guess the only thing I would say is. I think that placing them in a spot like a museum. But listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. Are somebody, much more. I think. No, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me just, so, go ahead. So listen. I think that it's a happy medium. I think what Avi makes the point. It's hard to disagree with. You want to support your friends, and you want to support the weakest guy in the room. Don't you always want to support the guy who's been wronged, right? And you always want to. So like, if I've been wronged, I sure as hell hope somebody has my back. If, if I'm the guy who's been wronged. Please let somebody come and have my back. Right. Right? And so if somebody, to obvious point, if somebody feels like they've First been all, wronged, hold on. Right, if somebody on. feels like they've been wronged, I hope that I'm the guy who has their back. Even if I don't necessarily totally agree, as long as it's, like, as long as it's, a, it's a reasonable issue, right? Somebody needs to have someone's back. So in this regard, what I don't want to do, though, I don't want to lose the history because I'm just afraid it repeats. Yeah, and so course. I want to take that statue and I want to make sure it's visible. But I want to make sure it's visible somewhere where it's not offensive to somebody. I, I just think it's so important to make sure yeah, well, that uh, we are so supportive of, of any community that feels like they've been they've been you know weakened in any way. There's a million times, but that also teach it. A lot of these people, first of all, that are tearing down statues weren't oppressed. They're freaking Antifa or whoever that are fucking that's, out there. Well, no, no, that's my point. That's my point. That's why I don't believe in tearing them down with a str- with rope. I just believe in, in probably taking them and moving them somewhere. But that's a big point. I'm saying, but listen. When you're walking through a foreign city, right, you're coming across statues. You may not be going to the uh, uh, former statue museum. Okay? You know what I mean? Like, the statues are built for a reason. That's heard. Right? I heard you. So, you have to put everything in the context, right? So, a a group of freed slaves is going to put up a statue in 1870. How am I, 150 years later, going to be like, nope, sorry, that statue doesn't fly anymore? You know what I mean? That's not my place. 
right? In, 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 listen, I get your point. I just, I'm a, I just a think 20-year-old black man, I think what happens 200 years split. ago gets overruled by what's today, I think, is, is, is my yeah, point. But if that's so the like, case, so like if people said, to, yeah, no, agreed. It does. <laughs> Corey, that's the point. It does. Yes. It does change. Listen, why, and so we don't want to forget it because we don't, we don't want to repeat the history. We don't want that experience. Yes. Live that experience. And that's what we want to teach the experience, but we don't want it to be in a way that offends today. By tearing their statue you down i'm denying their history they said no, i want I to erect so a statue is not a way of telling history it's a way of oh, celebrating okay. says, history. says you it's exactly. a way of celebrating history it's a big difference yep so they want to celebrate abraham lincoln for getting them off of their plantation right so who am i to tell them that they shouldn't so have celebrated that you're nobody and you should never tell them that but out of okay. curiosity so why should so who is the somebody them? from antifa so who is the that? them oh that's right come out but who is the them so, in other Who's words, them? you're saying a group of so you're saying slaves so you're saying funded so, this statue. So you're saying because so again, we have no. If you could prove, prove that what if you can I mean, prove it says it right in the plan. No, if you this can, was funded by a group of free okay, slaves. Okay, so okay, listen, I don't want to dive really ugly here. But there's a lot of dishonesty out there, right? But if you can prove that a group of freed slaves, well, what do you mean? If I can prove it, I'm sure it's paid for. That statue and time out, and and a, okay. solely it was solely paid for okay. by a group of freed slaves. Okay, okay, okay. That's what it says. Okay, it's called the emancipation emancipation statue. Okay, so do you know by any chance? And I don't know this, so who I can research architect it. Was no, no. Who the architect was? Who paid for it? Who like? I just told you uh, it was solely paid for no, by group, freed slaves. So, and what solely. Are their names? So their names solely. are freed slaves. Is that like a, is like a fan? Like, uh, no. See now you're getting fucking stupid. It was a group of freed slaves. That's the, the fucking. They made a statue. So uh, they erected it for Abraham Lincoln because sure. he freed the slaves. That's so, what happened. So the point that I'm history. making. So the point that I'm 150 making years ago. Sure. So the point that I'm making is. That's denying their if history. You can prove no denying whose history. If I tear down that statue, I'm I'm saying your your experience did not matter 150 years whose ago. Whose experience? The freed fucking slaves. So Abi. can you prove that that can statue yes, was paid for by freed slaves? And who? Yes, the free it slaves says were. it on the motherfucking plaque. So I don't. That doesn't necessarily mean shit. Oh, oh so they fucking made it up, and then, then they're like, "Oh, we paid for this." Can you imagine that? Can you imagine in they America? Just go, yeah, they, they were would, fucking they would, free, motherfucker. Yeah, can you imagine that? Oh, well, oh, free. They so were free. Have you seen the thirteenth? The thirteenth? Yeah. No. Okay, so watch that, please. Okay, so it's a Netflix documentary. It's incredible. Okay, and it and it walks you through the history of what freedom actually means. What. Post. So, do you know how? Do you know what Jews? I'm not going to tell. Time out, I'm time not, out. Hold on. Listen. I'm not going to tell a slave who was an actual slave sure. what freedom means okay. in 1870. Okay. So, Ten years ago, I was fucking on a plantation. Sure. I'm not going to tell them what freedom sure. means. So, do you know what Juneteenth is? Yes, I know what Juneteenth is. What is it? Is. It's the celebration of the emancipation of freed slaves. It's actually not. It's the celebration of when the message of emancipation. Finally reached a spot in Texas. Okay. Which, which you know how long wasn't that took? For. Do you know how long that did? Uh, he was not. Do you know how long that took? Uh, nine years. Five years. So that means that in this country, we abolished slavery, and people owned other people for five years. What are they going to fucking set a text, bro? It's not. You 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 have to look at things in the fucking message of the context of history. So the point is. Right? right, that's fine. Of course, okay. if I'm a Texas fucking slave owner, I'm not going to tell them, "Hey, you know what, guys? The fucking president just freed you." It, what? You know what I mean? So, like, sure. you have to look at it in the context of history. Sure, but 
But so in fairness then, to act as though we should then respect a plaque and oh, accept well, its truth see, but you say in it. a climate where, like you said, except a Texas so slave you're, owner so you're saying it's not true. to be like, well, guys, yo, you belong to All me. All right, so no, you're denying their history then. You're no, denying their I, history. No, I'm denying it. No, no, no. I, I'm you're denying, denying that, I think we're just I'm trying to give an accurate... of that plaque. Yeah, we're just trying. I think... I it's think a, it's a plaque on the fucking statue. They paid for the fucking statue. You think they'd be like, no, 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 no. No, there was a plaque. There was a plaque. So just tear it down. Just tear it down. So we could just put a new plaque, though, that actually that actually explains the history in the context of today, right? So that, that oh, people well, understand. Well, what's today? Were you put one up every every couple of years? Well, when, if needed, when stop. So if need, so as long as people feel like it's, it's listen, doing harm, I think I, mean, I think I think you are denying 100%. the history. Am I wrong? Am I missing? No, you're one hundred percent right. Okay, you're one hundred percent right. Okay, you're denying. You're literally you're you're discounting I, I think, their history when you put it. to... Honestly, it's the first you're time di- you're discounting yeah. their history. I think that you're. <laughs> I sound so stupid, no, but the the seafood restaurant thing. It's a good analogy. It man. really nailed it it's for just me. Been like, listen, I love seafood. I love it. I love it. I love it. But if one person in the car is like, I "Yo, I don't rock you, with that," yeah. we just go for Italian. You know what? So and it's like, like Corey. One person in your circle is like, "Yo, I'm not good with that statue." You go, "Well, then let's tear that motherfucker the fuck yeah, down." Yeah, well, and that I know it sounds silly, but like that nailed it for me. They were all good with the statue, though. Everybody was no, in the statue. They were. They were 100 years ago. Who's they? Listen, who's they? Did your grandma eat pig's feet? Who's they? Who's they? We're good with. No, no. Answer so me. You said those freed slaves. I'm, I'm agreeing with you, even though I don't necessarily think the plaque's real. So you were saying right. the freed slaves were okay with it. Well, so my we point is, did your grandmother eat tripe? Did your grandmother eat tripe? Let's say she did. I, I don't want to hear any Let's say she did. Let's say she did. Let's say she did. Do you eat pig intestines just because of that? Do you eat pig intestines just because of that? Like you t- just because your grandmother was okay with some shit before doesn't mean your okay grandmother with it. wasn't a freed fucking slave who said I want to build a statue for this fucking man. Aren't you? Aren't you a Catholic? I used to be. I okay. just wonder. So, but but my point is, so your grandmother might have felt like sex, unless it was for procreation, was unacceptable. Are you only having sex? For procreation? So, I guess I would just say, So, the Corey, point is, bro, we don't always just go, well, 150 years ago they felt but this also, way, so let's fucking but also, it. But also, okay. Corey, but just that hey, Corey, you can just tear down hey, everything. So, because so Corey, happened, here's, right? here's the so thing. I can't, discount a fr- I can't discount a group of freed slaves who said, I want to put up a statue. I can't discount their experience. No, so we should hey, so put Corey, that. Have you ever a statue? So we should put that statue. So, so, I'm with Neil. Let's put the statue somewhere. Oh, okay. In a museum or something. Everybody will be context of context. Corey, can I also... Can I also just say, like, I don't know how you are. I don't know how you are. But for myself, as a business owner in particular, but hopefully as, a, as, a, as just a person, I get approached an awful lot okay. to make donations. Sure. Okay? And I make an awful lot of donations. And hope most of the time, a lot of the time, they're put to good use. But sometimes, sure. not so much. And after the fact, even though I paid them that, in your case, $5 to build that statue, I find out that statue they built was not what I fucking wanted to be built. Right. So we, we don't know, Corey, is what you're saying. Like, in your mind, your truth is that they gave $5, and they built the statue that they wanted. But in my mind, they gave $5, and then they built the statue of me looking like a slave. And I don't know one way or the Listen, other, all I know is possible that that's the way it went down. It was 100% down. paid for by... Slaves who were freed from Lincoln. But was it 100% planned for by slaves? That's I don't what know. I fucking know. look it up. But all I'm saying is... Why should I look it up? I'm going to agree with the You brought it up. Why should I look it up? You're the one that wants to tear it down. I'm just saying fucking leave it. The, sli- the freed slave said, that's a, that's a good statue that, that fucking... They didn't say that afterwards, did they? Did, do we have one record of that? 
Uh, it, yeah, they sent me a text records. in the future. They said, yeah, they said I want seafood. That, that, that makes it all better. There's better ways. Oh, there's better ways. Oh, yeah. Put it all there's in the museum. Because everybody's going to go to the museum of, of the fucking tore down statues. No, I don't museum. care if they don't go to the museum. Like, listen, at the, ultimate, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit if they don't go to the museum, Corey. I actually also don't think that that, that no, statue you, is not, is not em, emboldening black Americans. It, it's emboldening Abraham Lincoln follower like it's making people feel better about abraham lincoln that statue doesn't you don't look at that that statue and go oh but if you were good about black america if you were no free, you look at it you go thank god for the great emancipator okay the great emancipator. Oh, that's true. All right, and if that's you were true. a slave 1880 i was a slave 20 years ago but now i i i see a statue of abraham lincoln who literally freed me i'm not, not i'm not literally gonna, that's a, that's a little what, inaccurate what you, oh, okay yeah. <laughs> No, well, it's not no, literal. No, it's, no, it's, it's not literal. No, it's no. He was the president. He was the president of the country. Me. He was the president of a country that went to Who's war that? over economic issues. Okay, no, no, no. Okay? You, no, so you want to argue? Clear, you listen, he you allowed, argue his motive. He allowed you want to no, no, be no, slavery for five that's more years? Different. That's different. You want to argue motive? Dead for some of that. You want to argue motive? You want to argue motives? That's that's a lot different, right? Not his. But don't let history get in the way. No, don't let history get in the way. Out of curiosity, did Abraham Lincoln free all slaves on that day? Because five years later, long after he was dead, there were slaves. I know. Okay. So, like, I can't wait until five years from now. Five years from now, when something happens, and you'll be like, oh, remember five years ago what we were saying? It, it, you can't do it like that. You have to look at everything in the context of history. That's what I'm saying. I think we're trying. That's to. actually literally. I what think we're saying. trying to. Right? That's actually literally what I we're saying. So okay. In this case, Wait, is that it's figurative literal. or literal? In this case, okay. it's literal. No, you want to <laughs> discount. Literally you want to discount. Literally, the, you want to discount. The slaves' experience. No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, they said the statue was fine, but well, I'm arguing that they didn't necessarily say it. I they have no funded proof, it. They funded black. the motherfucker. Uh, first of all, first of all, I'm accepting that as fact, although I have no are proof. You, are you? Sta- are I have you no accepting proof, it as fact? But I'm not accepting. You can't the compare it to fucking seafood in fucking Situate, Massachusetts. I'm not accepting the. No, I didn't say Situate. Okay, uh, Situate's a nice place. Do you have any seafood? That's though? not. <laughs> yeah, Situate's good. Um, but no, I'm I'm comparing it to. Do you not understand the seafood? I think analogy? he doesn't. He doesn't like, get it. Because the thing is, that I know Corey in real life, and he's a good, or like a, a really incredible friend. It's not. It's not an. He's an comparison. incredible friend, and and the kind of person who, who would like, have your back, right? More than that, he's the kind of person who, when I'm talking about the car analogy, he's the guy going, "Hey, that one person won't doesn't like seafood. Let's not go there." So, like, of all people, like, no. So, my analogy, Corey, you're 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 shitting on the analogy. And this is only one statue, but in by real the way. life, but in uh, real life, statues but in like, real life, are a lot less like this. That's fine. Listen, this in, statue is much fine. more important. That's fine. But in real life, I know you to be somebody who would be like, "Hey, man, we all love that statue, but Matt over there." Is not comfortable. I don't with give a fuck so about let's Matt. take the statue down. 150 years ago, I was on a fucking plantation, no, and weren't. now I want to fucking build a statue for this guy who literally, literally, he did not said, literally slave. He did not. There should be no more, more slaves. Did he, even regardless say that? of his motives, did, right? Did, his did, motives did might have been cockamamie. Even actually say that right? his his, mo- his motives might not have been fucking sure. altruistic. But I don't actually think he even said that necessarily. So, like, right. that's a complicated piece of history. All I'm saying is, if, if, if you know what I'm saying. I've the point is, because you can find, find do, you know Owens Owens do you know who Candace Owens is? Do you know who Candace Owens is? What? Do you know who Candace Owens is? Candace yeah. Owens, yeah. So, imagine if she was. I heard the, her put so ima- Yeah, exactly. So, imagine if she was just, that's, it was Candace Owens of that time that was like, yo, here's $5. 
Right? So my point if is... If she was a motherfucking slave, I, who am I to tell her that's not how what her experience was? If I can find... If you can find me one not, like, Holocaust survivor that's like, yo, listen, Adolf Hitler was actually a good dude. I'm not building a statue to him just because of that person. I'm going, listen, man, we got to help you. We got to get you some help. So, by the way, Abraham Lincoln was not... Abraham Lincoln was not somebody who should be erased or or Adolf flogged, Hitler. but it was a bad statue. Hold the on, statue itself. If if the statue you compared was built Adolf Hitler to Abraham Lincoln, no, I didn't, and I clarified that. No, and I clarified that. Yes, you motherfucking did. I actually you heard it first here. Hitler and Lincoln the same. I literally you heard it first, guys. I literally jumped in to clarify. that Adolf Hitler was still one of the fucking killed Jews. So I'm not somebody who who thinks there can be no statue of Abraham Lincoln, that statue is built poorly. That's, there's a difference. There is a difference. If that statue was built differently, then it would be a great statue. I'm not saying we should take down the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, well, why not? Because Why shouldn't we? I want there's to see no a black I want person <laughs> at his feet. Because there's no black person at his feet. Oh, oh, but no. You just said he didn't have altruistic motives when he fucking freed the slaves. Which, you know why, Corey? He's true. not tearing it down because the white people... What about... It all right, so hold on. See, now you're just fucking flip-flopping. No. Because I'm not saying that... Because there's no slave at his feet. There's no slaves at all in the picture. They were fucking stolen off motherfucking plantation. Where are they? Where are the slaves? Why isn't there a black person you know right what? next Corey's to him? Corey's can't win this Corey's, one. Why is Corey's kind of right. We should take down the Lincoln Memorial. Why is there a statue of Barack Obama right next to Abraham Lincoln? There should be one. Okay, then. Yeah. But not at his feet. But they didn't... Oh, <laughs> and that's what Corey... I saw that in his eyes. He's thinking like... We could probably have him like shining Lincoln shoes or something. You know, shit. for so many years, listen. I, in a hundred years, I've used this. Barack Obama I've used this. What happens then when um, you know he didn't? He he was uh, pro fucking military or whatever. He spent a lot on the military. Oh no, we got to tear that down in a hundred years. Is anybody arguing that that's a reason to take a president down? Oh no, you don't like, know what a hundred years from now is going to fucking think. You no, want to tear down? No, but hundred years from now they can take it down if they want. That's the point. And Corey, the argument is about. About what? How what is somebody it about? feels. Is it about seafood? You really didn't understand that analogy. It's not a good analogy. He's still talking about oysters. It's a great analogy. No, it's not a good analogy because 150 years ago, everybody wanted seafood. That would be the analogy. Agreed. Okay, so they built a fucking statue for seafood. Okay, so 150 years ago, okay, nobody would have drank an IPA. So let's never order an IPA. Your argument is that because 150 years ago, everybody in the car want in the car. Everybody, whatever, wanted to go to this one place that we should still be going to that one place. But we change and we evolve. And my point is that I'm good enough going, looking, looking around the car and going, yo, is anybody cool? Is everybody cool with this place? And if, if one person goes, yo, I don't want to rock with that. Listen, but adages are, are true for a reason, right? True. Those who don't follow history are doomed to repeat it. So agreed, we need we cannot erase history. Oh, but statues, you can't erase statues, statues are not history. Not, okay. yes, they're, they're a celebration. Listen, of I just told you every fucking city I go to and I see a statue, I fucking stop and read what the fucking plaque says. Dope. Right? So what's the plaque say at that uh in does the does the plaque say at that fucking Jewish ghetto in fucking uh Prague? I fucking read every fucking sure. word every time I came across something, I read it to see what the fuck so what, what does it was the about. The plaque say at General E. Lee's uh statue. What does it say? Listen. Does it say that he was a no, wretched no. human being who no, died no, 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 fighting no, 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 for slavery? Like, no, see, but now I didn't say you shouldn't fucking take down some statues. So that's one we should take down. Okay. So where's the line for you? Where's the line for me? Listen, I don't have a fucking line. I don't have a line. But when I there's a fucking a group of people that say we should establish 
a monument for this person who did a lot for our people. Sure. I cannot discount their history okay. in their experience 150 years later. Well, that is that to me that would be that would be extremely racist so, of me to do that. So Lincoln, Lincoln is it, so, so you don't have to do that. Listen, don't worry. Just don't stand against other people saying that they're the other black people saying. What about other white people? What about all the white people? I don't feel like white people's opinion matters on whether oh, or not. Five have you seen black the ones? They're the ones. They're the ones jumping out there and fucking cracking the heads right. open because they're so falling think, off of them. So I, th- I, I think, <clears throat> and, I, and I think we got. And by, by the way, there's uh, a lot of black people and white people. Wilson's a good Wilson's a good example, right? With Princeton, right? We saw what's going on there, and they're taking. Well, what it about off. oh Yale? Yale, so, well, hold on, no, Yale. No, no I I was, we're just talking about Princeton, not, not right, Yale. Princeton, but, Yale. But Princeton, so Yale was a slave owner. It's kind of it's, Harvard held slaves. You're so, just going to go down the list. Everybody so, back then was so fucking racist, so like, and they fucking captured gonna, slaves, and they brought them here, and so we I'm should tear help. them all down. I don't give. a I fuck. would help Corey. Get rid of all. So yes, exactly. And I would help Corey if he had made the argument with Wilson. I wasn't. Dude, I'm talking about fucking dude, Lincoln. Lincoln was dude, much more personal than Wilson. Wilson dude, caused the de- Great Depression. I don't give a fuck about Woodrow Wilson. Tear him fucking down. No, Take his name I, off fucking he, Princeton. Who gives a fuck? All right, let's take him down. <laughs> take I'm him down. You. By the way, we, we can and we should. I'm with probably. you, Corey, we should. Right? <laughs> so, like, if you had made that argument, though, like, it's more modern, and, and he he was clearly a racist. But he also did an awful lot of good stuff and, and more closer to the present I, day. Racist. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you do any good stuff. Racist is racist. Right? No, I kind of agree, right? So, like, I, I feel like that's the, that's the problem. It's really it hard. Listen, it's Yale, hard to draw a line. Away. Harvard, where take the do you draw a line? So either you do it or you, no, you don't. Can't draw that's line. the you issue, can't draw right? I'm with you. And no that's line. why you don't so draw a line. line. No you line. don't draw a line. Nope. Exactly. Take them all down. Yes. Take them kind all of. I'm with that. So right? Isn't that the point? I'm glad we could Isn't that the point? Yes, I'm with it. Thank you. I love that. Thank you, Corey, for coming to our side. Take them down. I'm with it. All right. So, guys, listen, this was long. Um, this but, it was, a lot. but it was dope, especially because Corey no, is with us the, now. No, take no, them all no, down. Because now I'm all heated up. <laughs> now I'm all heated up. Corey came to our side. No, listen. This is going to be very important. Neil. Listen, this was extremely the heat important. in the kitchen podcast. He knows, no, not, he knows my name. No, we're not this stopping. This was the heat in no, the kitchen this is, podcast this is where extremely Corey important. O'Leary feels like we should take down. We should Obviously says emancipated, emancipated freed uh, free slaves, they do not matter. Okay. That's not what I, said. I didn't no, hear you say that. I did not hear you say listen, that. Listen, no, no. Bit. Before you end this, because I, I listen, I am I now that I'm all worked up, right? <laughs> I want you because you, you know you know I'm not a racist. You know I'm not a racist. No, you know I'm not a racist. Abby, you know I'm. I not know a racist. you are not more racist than I am. Okay, you know so, I'm not a racist. I, I agree that you are not more racist than I am. I don't even, what is the definition Some of, of your opinions are a little think, bit. Do actually, think, talk about, I don't know that you're a lot more racist than me. <laughs> you're a little <laughs> more <laughs> racist than me. Listen. You came across a little more racist today. Yeah, you come across a little bit more like... Because I want to keep up. I think you're a little less See, this is what this is, this is This is why everything has to become political. Because it's like something where it's like, I'm racist because I want to keep up a statue that freed slaves funded... That's so did that's you where you guys that are statue at. Statue, and you thought to yourself, "Huh, that really makes me feel good about American slaves or about American black people." Did you see that statue? And you said, "That's a really nice depiction of American black history." I, no, no I more said, to, let me listen no, to what the fucking honestly, American who, black people said. Who actually looks at the statue? <laughs> but, but, listen, but listen, it offends somebody. It's like this. And right. it offended somebody, so you take it down. How about this? Or move it. How about this? Move it. How about this? All right, move it. Exactly. Just move it. Here to do something that's disrespectful. All right. Ilan Omar, right? She comes to this country, right? And she says, like, talks about oppression, blah, 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 blah. I've heard, yeah. You're in motherfucking Congress, right? You came to this country, and we're so against you that we elected you to Congress and gave you this power, right? Sure. Sure, The people of of your state. Of your state. The people of your state did that, In Minnesota, they did, yes. So tell me about your oppression in this country. 
Okay, he doesn't want to answer. No, so, so I don't like Elon Omar. So like, and I'm I'm anti Elon Omar because of her stance on Israel. Well, 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 well. No, no, she's pro black people. You're but racist. also, I don't. That's how it goes. No, but also, I don't. But I'm not in her jurisdiction. So like, I have nothing to do with her. So like, that has nothing to do with anything. Well, you have to take a stand. You, you take take her side or take the other side. That's how it so works. So can I take a stand for her view? But not for her and be anti-Israel. Like, oh, wow. Can I have a nuanced that's conversation? A lot. That's a nuanced. And by the way, I don't want her to have a statue. So to be clear, so what you're saying but is what we're putting a statue of Lincoln slaves. with Omar at her at his feet. No, absolutely. Oh, that's not, not what you said. I, I actually, I heard I, you say that. No, I think that's too disrespectful. Oh, Guys, okay. listen, this has been a long time. This was he in the kitchen. Appreciate the conversation. Let's no, this. no, nobody appreciates this. <laughs>